bam, live. What's up? I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens one on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, that wormhole. I am so happy to be fucking doing this currently. Man, what a fight. Currently got Smiley's Garden. It's in Jack Greenstock in the house already, patiently waiting for me to get things going while I had some technical difficulties, but nonetheless here and very happy to be hanging out. What's up, guys? Not too much. About to coke down on some Velvet Punch F2. I'm smoking some of this, uh, this, I don't know, it's a new one in my garden. It's called uh, uh, Jilly Bean. That's right. That's what it is. Fresh off the trim rack. So, How you like it? Um, I like it. it it's all right. It's not going to be, I don't know. I've only tried the one, I guess. I, man, Eagle, I'm not a fan of the orange. You know that. But it's, it's not like... Uh, it's not like the, hand, I don't know, the hand cleaner orange or whatever. It's like rotting orange kind of. To me. I call that the burnt orange. Burnt orange, yeah. To me, it's kind of really close to the Max Stomper, actually. Not that that helps as far as describing it at all. <laughs> I'd mix it, to be honest with you. Cause that, that it's so that orange that is with the the mango orange mango however your taste buds hit you there, yeah. uh, is so so strong so thick that you can literally just throw a fucking crumb in and basically anything and give it that orange taste or tinge to it you know a nice little mix and that's what I've I've been actually mixing it caramel punch. Or uh, mixing it with that twisted TK and both of them, you know, that nice orange flavor, but it's giving it that little bit more of a serious punch. Just something about the orange. It's good, kind of calming, but it don't, don't fuck me up. <laughs> it don't put me out like I want from a lot of good cannabis, that's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not, I don't know. I guess my girl's the best the best uh, meter for that. If it's got too much orange in it, I can just tell when she takes a hit and her face goes like, why'd you hand me that one? <laughs> so she's not a fan of the orange either, huh? Oh, she's worse than me on it, man. She'll Nazi that shit real quick. Be like, nope, fuck that. Don't even pass that to me. Let's roll a different one. <laughs> my wife's that way too. That's she likes nice. the gassier stuff cakes birthday cake wedding cake kush uh she's not a huge fan of the fruitier stuff she wants something heavy hard hitting it's for all them light in the loafers (laughs) or myself (laughs) flavor chasers i don't know i like a little bit of everything now and again but she definitely prefers the uh, heavier stuff but she'll try everything we fucking like smoke cereal milk and shit. It's more of a hybrid, but flavorful. It's, it's pretty stony. I do think I pulled it early though. Oh, I pulled it right around that day sixty-one or whatever. 
And I bet this one was a 10 weeker too, ain't it, Ego? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. I took I took this 12 and a half, almost 13 weeks because I ran it for seed. And I just de-seeded some of the smaller uh, buds with some F3s. But uh, it makes it definitely a lot slower process if you want to smoke. You've got to break up the buds and pick the seeds out. But Definitely. You're collecting them anyway, though, aren't you, Jack? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, this is an intentional process. Uh, I selected from, it was uh, 15, and I used two females, one male. And so every time somebody hits you up for a pack of them, you got to, like, break apart a nug and smoke some of it to get the 10 seeds for them? <laughs> uh, one nug is, like, way oh, more no. than 10 seeds. Yeah, no shit. But uh, I, this is the end of the line for the Velvet Punch as far as I, I thought I was going to take it to F4 and beyond. I'm actually going to stop it at the F3 because there was the Herm issues. But I think it's still got some fire in it and it's fun to play around with. But it's not necessarily something I want to continue to breed with. What up, Cheddar Bob? Welcome, buddy. Uh, Jack, Smiley, Eagle. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, you know, just the, the great reveal. <laughs> Venom. It wouldn't be a Cheddar Bob entrance without it. It, it wouldn't, would it? Fun story, uh, Cheddar Bob. My I first song's name was Venom. Really? It was all black. My That's brother pretty- got it for me because I wasn't old enough to go to a smoke shop with him at the time, uh, puff and stuff. And it had like a dragon on it. It was like a black, double-blown glass, really thick. And it was about a foot. But people could never see the smoke. So we called it Venom because it was like black and it hit harder than it looked kind of thing. It was like that yellow crack smoke inside, you know, just thick, like gravity bong style. Gravity bong, yo. At least this was getting filtered through the water instead of just sitting on top of it. Gravity bongs will fuck you up, though. Those give you a big-ass rip, but it's not filtered at all. That's what people don't think about is it's just the water is just pulling it down. It's not filtering the smoke. So that's hot ass smoke. Yeah. And it's a lot of it. And it makes you puke. Yeah. 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 When it goes yellow, man, you got to watch it. <coughs> I'll clear them out. I don't even try it, dude. Them, them yellow, thick yellow ones will fuck you up in a gravity bomb. Yeah. Be coughing for an hour. I got something. It's, it's almost worse than doing a hot dab or whatever. Fuck. I prefer my uh, steam chalices, Rasta Bob would call it. Little vaporizer hooked up to a bomb. Fucking there you go. But oh shit. So, <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to Megatron. Oh yeah. The voice. The voice I can be like mass medical. Oh, that's dope, dude. And then talk like this, like mass medical, and not show my face because I'm like 18 years old. <laughs> you should do a live like that or something. <laughs> well, when I uh, when I first started my channel, I was like, oh man, I wonder if I should even show my face because I'm kind of ugly. Like, should I wear the the Rorschach mask or maybe like the anonymous mask and then my kids were gonna throw that thing out and i was like 
you little shits, no way are you throwing that out. That's like one of the best things ever. So now it sits downstairs in dad's room. <laughs> Sorry, man, that works good for your uh, superhero shit. Right? Sticks with the theme. It really Rick. works. So what else is going on with everyone? Shit, man, it's freaking Monday. Is it Monday? Yeah. I got some Donnie Burger. That's about to, when I'm done finishing the last plant of Velvet Punch being harvested, I'll get put into the flower tent. Oh, they're already vegged out, right? Yeah, they're vegging right now, waiting to go into the flower tent. Oh, yeah. Um, But I got Amy Aces alongside it. So should be fun. I'm going to finish one of them uh, in my veg space just for fun because I have two Amy Aces plants and I'm going to put uh, one in the flower tent next to the Donnie Burger and then one I'm just going to flower out in the uh, veg space. Yeah. I transplanted Godiva into one of the rows there too. So I have an American one genetics going i'd love to uh i'm curious to hear i just left a comment on your video that you just recently posted about your garden update you're talking about the beast back and in the past it sounds like you haven't been loving it so far in veg but i'm curious how it would do for you in flower because i added a little bit of blue and it's not as much as is in there but in my light and i noticed that the spots where there's blue it brings out way more purple and all those plants and uh 440 nanometer blue is the one that I put in because like there's actually research to show that one, it increases anthocyanin production, but also it increases terpene production. So I'd be curious if you ever ran it in flower, if you'd like that at all, like on something that's super stretchy, maybe it could help it uh, shorten up the nodes a little bit. Yeah, man, I'm just kind of on the whole like idea of things being in, in the spectrum being in balance, like, I don't know. I guess I don't know the science on it or uh, all the descriptions, but I know there's a range of pigments in what would be called the antenna of the leaf. And those pigments pick up all those like different little individual spectrums. And like when you talk about that specific type of nanometer, like in my opinion, I think that needs to be accompanied with with a range around it of nanometers as well. It can't just be that that one specific one. And like on the other side of it where there's the photosystem one and two getting triggered in working in a, um, what do they call it? It's a, it's a multiplier. So like one and one doesn't equal two, it equals 10 when you, when you balance those out together as far as like photosynthetic production. And that's kind of where like, cumulative that's where i like like i use the emerson effect so i use two different reds 660 and 730 it doesn't need to be those exact nanometers but it's a far red and a deep red combination so emerson found that those two together are more effective like you're just talking about the blue i only say 440 i got that because the actual study that was done used 440 nanometer diodes and that's where they found the increased anthocyanin production and increased terpene production but i agree that you could get it from uv UVA, UVB. Um, I wouldn't suggest UVC in a grow light. It's more for like cleaning and sterilization. 
but UVC is like UV cancer. So you gotta be careful when using that. Um, I run the, uh, the solar gear bulb, their flower power bulb, which is UV a and B I think. Yeah. Yep. And That's what it is. I mean, I, I should probably run a four foot bulb, but at the time I didn't have the money. So I just bought two, two foots and I have one in each tent in the last grow. I mean, running it two hours at like high noon, it just, the anthocyanin response was rapid. Like it came on a lot faster. The other Royal spills didn't purple up until like the last week. Whereas though the ones that were under the UV were like week four, they were, they were a deep hue purple. I'm definitely a big believer, but I, I think like Kevin Jodry said, the spectrum is like communicating something to your plant. So it's cool to be intentional with it. Like I did 3,500 K as my base, which is like a white that covers basically everything. It's got greens, it's got reds, it's got blues all in that white light. But then I boosted up. That's what is that? 3,500 K? That's the B spec. That's the B oh, okay. spectrum or yeah, the B spec light spectrum or whatever but see they don't it doesn't have over the, the far red or whatever so i think a lot of a lot of lights don't run a far red i think like science runs it now science led i added mine yeah you, you add a little this. puck yeah the i rapid. think rapid makes a puck um like a far red puck but hlg used to make strips yeah people are starting to add them into their lights now though like yeah. extra extra strips, like you're saying. No, that's definitely cool because you can use what's uh, the the sunset and sunrise. So yeah. after lights out for 15 minutes and before lights come on for 15 minutes, that can actually allow you to run 13 hours of lights on. And uh, I don't know if I said this earlier, but Smiley, the blue is activating the cryptochrome in the plant. That's kind of how the the light communicates seasons and time of day and all that through the plant was kind of the idea of like you know how red light is there in morning and at night and different times of the season you get more blue lights than red and that's kind of a, a theory or thought on how the plants kind of understand what time of day they're at what time of season they're at and some of those things but i definitely think that having those operating in, in balance gives you a lot more efficient you know photosynthesis is my understanding of that so what you were just talking about with the color spectrum shifting, I veg under 4,000 K. So like, it's not super blue. It's like a bluish white. Um, and then going from that to, like I said, that 3,500 K with the red and blues, it ends up being like 32 to 3,300, depending on how much I've got it dimmed. Um, so you get some of that effect. What? Okay. So that's one. Now that's from a thousand watt Hortilux blue or whatever. There's sunlight. That's the closest production light that it matches sunlight, but but look at how even it is across like there's there's some rise and fall to them but there's not a real i mean in the green area there's a spike but other than that there's not a huge like bump to like a certain nanometer in the spectrum and that's kind of what i'm getting at is i think that there is one at 805 nanometer which isn't on there which is infrared heat 60 percent of that electricity goes straight to heating up the room that's what people don't like to include in those graphs, but it is very good in the spectrum. That's why they do so well. Like if you look at any greenhouse operation, almost all of them are using HPS or, you know, metal halide still in the grid. This, uh, ceramic metal halide I have behind me. I, I run the 4K bulb in that. 
And then <clears throat> I wasn't overly impressed with it. Um, I had decent weight, pretty good terpene production, but I think adding this LED is going to bump that red spectrum up. I, I think running the dual fixture is really going to turn out pretty nice. So I, I ran CMH for a year and a half or two years before I switched over to LED. And I had the 30, I think it's 3200 and 4300 are the two different bulbs, uh, at, at least for like Phillips. Uh, but I know that they're, they're usually in that range. So the one that's in the 4000 is definitely on the bluer side. Yeah. So maybe try the 3200K bulb for flower because that definitely packs a little bit more red. Yeah, it packs a lot more red, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm the, the 4K, you know, I have been told in, that the 4K does produce better terpenes. Like I believe uh, that. Um, and that's that's what I'm shooting for. I, if I was going to shoot for weight, I'd be pounding it with with salts, you know. I'm a I'm a terpene hunter, so that's where I try and shoot for. So this is the 315 ceramic metal halide one, and that does go up into the 800 nanometer on that scale this is a there. 500 watt ceramic metal halide. Yeah. But anyway, I just showing like the spectrum how oh. like, you know, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at is like that that them spikes in there. That's where I think like having that blue spike, but I guess in my mind I was picturing it bigger than what it actually was looking at it on the, on the picture too from the from the B spec one, but dude, yeah. a little tiny bit of blue goes a long fucking way. I only have I two am. I put these little halos on there and like I think it's like 3 out of 9 of the colored diodes are blue and the guy's like you don't want any more blue than that he's like a little bit of blue goes a really long way and i thought like i want more blue i want more blue because i want more terpene and more anthocyanin production but just that little bit i think if i added more it probably would have uh, reduced the stretch on a lot of plants more and um, maybe had some more negative consequences like i don't know what, what is the thing that you're disliking the most about it just the way the plants respond under it like you guys are talking the anthocyanin response but to my understanding, like kind of researching that, that's actually a, because of that imbalance in those, the the triggering of those those phytochrome and cryptochromes, you know. So one's getting triggered more than the other. It's going to leave what like a, um, a reactive oxygen species, which is basically like like a um, free radical kind of thing in us, you know. What I mean, but it it the the reactive oxygen species will react with like a another cell wall or whatever so it's dangerous to cells basically is what it is and yeah. the way that happens in the electron transfer chain in a certain process but when when those aren't getting triggered together that process gets interrupted and and they and it can produce more of that reactive oxygen species ros and then the plant response is to increase its carotenoid production. And that carotenoid is a way that the plant can also deal with that product of the electron transfer chain without having it damaged cells. You know what I'm saying? So like, so that, that response of the purple, we're purpling. I don't know that it's, I guess in my mind yet, I'm not settled on the fact that it's a particular nutrient that's causing that, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, 
a lot of people see that and they want to talk about magnesium or they want to talk about calcium or those things. But I honestly almost am thinking that it's a natural response of the plant because of the light spectrum that it's getting. You know what I'm saying? And I, I would agree with you totally. Um, it's because with the UV, it's an absolute stress response. The anthocyanin, you know, it's, it stops the chlorophyll production and starts doing the, the purple, the anthocyanin thing to darken and kind of shade it, try and shade itself from the, the strong UV light that we're adding. It's so like yeah, sunscreen. it is a, shade. it's not like shading it. It is different than that. I'm not, and no, I'm not no, knowledgeable I, no, no, enough yeah. on being able to explain it, I'm, but it's a way I'm not, that thing is dealing I'm, with the, the products of one of them, you know what I'm saying? And is dealing. Why is it undesirable though, Smiley? Why would you not want a purple plant? Because like anthocyanins are something they doctors tell you to eat purple plants all the time. Purple kale is really healthy for you. Purple vegetables, all that stuff is really healthy for you. So why would you want to deny the plant from going purple one? One has more bag appeal and value for if it's going to be sold at the street level, which not that I, I'm suggesting anybody do that, but for anybody who's out there looking to do that, increasing the value. Correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe Smiley saying more of like it's the forced anthocyanin response, not the natural. You know what I mean? Not that. And I don't know that it. I don't know that it's harmful to the plant for that. No, no. I'm not saying that. To me, I just me as the gardener, I'm not liking the way the plants look and respond to the light, and that's kind of moving them from. You know, I go from the 315 ceramic metal halide to the to the 600 watt blues, which are a little different spectrum than what I showed on the thousand. And then it goes under that LED. And that's when I start having to really see things going on with the plant. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really having to make adjustments there. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is it's like I just it's nice when I had the thousand watts there, the metal halides, I could just move this from the 600 under that. And it wasn't a. It wasn't like a spectrum shock to them, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I got to get red bars to add to that. They got them red bars I can add to them or something. Just try to try my theory out, see if balancing it in that red would actually help, you know. I've only used them together, so I couldn't ever say how the blue worked without the red. I definitely think that it helps. And my plants don't turn purple before day 20. This last time, the Velvet Punch... F, interesting thing. I found I was actually trying to pick for the more purple velvet punches uh, at F1. F2, I was trying to pick for the more purple F. You know, you can't really predict until they start turning purple, right? In flower. <laughs> and um, instead of turning purple, and I ran them both in winter because I knew it was going to be my seed run. And I just wanted to run it in the winter for this particular reason to see if having it, the potential to be a little bit cooler during certain times of the day or night could it also help bring out a little bit more purple, but the F1s were purple at day 21 of flower, starting to show purple signs. The F2s didn't show purple until weeks seven, eight. I would say like eight, it started showing signs of purple. And then it faded pretty hard from nine, 10. Um, I only pushed it further because I knew they had seeds in there. And I wanted to get as many of them as ripe as possible but it would have been ready at week nine or 10 if it was for flower. And for the record, Jack, I'm talking, I, I think we're talking about two different things there. Cause I'm talking about like the purpling in the stem and veg, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. 
and I, and that's just kind of me being picky or whatever, but my, you know, like, I just want to see that thing green all the way through, you know what I mean? I want to see it nice and lush and they don't call me Jack purple stock. Right. So smiley something I've noticed on this tester strain from boneyard, uh, the Bruce Banner three crossed with space cheese is that some of these cultivars have like really nice green stalks. And then some of them do have that streaking purple, you know, but they're all in the same bed. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards that being genetic, you know, not, not a deficiency or, or something along those lines. Yeah. So. And I've heard guys talk about that as being, you know, the purple stem pheno or whatever. I, I kind of thought of that as a joke, to be honest. I never thought of that as being a serious like trait that they were tracing. I, Maybe it is. <laughs> I do think like because cherry pie traditionally, I think no matter how healthy it'll get, it'll have a little bit of the uh, red stemming um, in uh, both the stem and the well, leaves. Let's see. I got one right here. The Jodry cut. There you go. Yeah, and I think I you're saying. I wouldn't dispute a breeder like, you know, like breeder Steve, where he's seen just so many damn plants grown, you know what I'm saying? And he obviously knows how to grow a healthy plant. So like some, some of them guys, it's like, I'm not trying to dispute that that's out there, but I honestly did think that that was a joke at first when guys talked about, a, you know, a purple stem pheno, I thought that was a joke. Like they were like, ah, oh, that's a crappy clone you got basically, you know, kind of joke. So Maybe wrong. Like the three, the three leaf pheno. <laughs> no, man, this is the one finger pheno. <laughs> you got one finger, you're in trouble. The uh, three leaf thing I see sometimes on OGs when they're not the happiest. Some people swear that OGs will only throw three with a certain cut, like you said. Um, Cheddar Bob, I can't, even when I went to zoom you in, is there any red? Because it looked pretty green to me. There's, it's pretty green. I mean, there's like, there's one little piece right here. I mean, it's green. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. The other one's a Bruce Banner, and that one's green as can be. A little tiny purple here and there, but more, I mean... 90% green. It's looking good. Yeah. Happy garden. That's, that's the tester. My, my brother's setting up his first garden. I'm excited. I got them all hooked up with a good soil recipe. Uh, my buddy's sending him a little care package of seeds. I'm sending him some seeds. Got himself a light. A little tent. So. Uh, younger brother? A little He's actually older. That Four is years even older more, that's even more cool. Yeah, little brother fucking uh, teaching him what's up. Yeah. If I could get either of my older sisters to grow, I would that would be a large accomplishment in my in my adult life. He's all set up, man. He's got a nice light. It's perfectly sized for the I, he's doing it in a tent because honestly, he only uses so much so he can get his full production with just a two by four tent. 
doing a few runs per year. You know, he doesn't need anything crazy. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for him to get started. And uh, did, he's got uh, everything, pretty much, did, except for the seeds. Did Eagle fall out of his chair? I think he's been having some issues with the connection, maybe, or maybe he's just trying to get work done. I'm uh, just fucking off in the background. I have nothing to contribute to the conversation. So I was watching last night's episode, and I saw you take that digger. Three of them, to be honest with you. Funny, funny you bring that up there, Cheddar Bob, because fucking one of the wheels fucking come off the fucking stool. I about threw that fucker on the third time. Look, I'm honestly sitting on the Dr. Dup version. I still haven't take, taken the wheels off, but I put some big bitch wheels on there. See, <laughs> these were the... <laughs> this ain't, them were what fell off. These are what I put on. This fucker weighs now. Now she's got some weight. She's got Bottom some weight. Heavy now. Flip. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. I, I stole my wife's... Uh, like, like a massage chair. Oh yeah, that thing's got a base to it. You ain't gonna flip that thing. No, no, I, not little me. I, my feet barely touch the floor on the lowest, the lowest setting. I can't wait to meet you, man. It's gonna be, it's cool. Like, because when you see somebody on camera all the time, you always talk about how like you're not tall or like a giant person. But then when you meet somebody in person, it's cool to see like how big everybody. Like, I just met Sungrown Seven Hundred Seven. Is like a bigger dude you know he's got a huge beard and he's tall he's like um awesome dude and like aaron the grower is a little shorter than myself but it's just cool meeting everybody in person uh, can't well, wait you, guys someday. you ever find your way out east i don't fly anymore so chances of getting me out of off this island are pretty slim but i, I live like in a someday. I live in a destination, so the chances of some of you guys coming here are way better than me going there. San Diego is a pretty good destination, not for nothing, but I would love to come visit you. Is there a bridge to the island, or do I have to fly there? There's a bridge. We have an airport so could, as well. I can drive off, my happy just, ass there. Just off the bridge, we have an airport. So How long is the bridge? Do, oh, I don't know. Not very long. It's not a real bridge. It's like a couple hundred yards. So it's like just a couple, like a few minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. We can make that happen. Yeah, man. You're more than welcome uh, to come out here. I'll, I'll take you out on a lobster boat. Go catch some well, lobsters. My, my wife and I are just all about the road trip now because we can camp in the car and free charging. So I'm not paying for gas. And I've just went all the way up to Northern California and back and it was a fucking great time. So we're going to do a probably Northern road trip at some point. Stop Sweet. probably in Michigan, Ohio. Uh, see, I want to go up to Maine because I want to see uh, you, Kenny O's genetics, other good people up there. We'll go see blue. That'd be awesome. We'll go we'll hang out with blue. OG avocado tech. Yes. Yeah. 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 Bring him some San Diego avocado you can see his beast boston terrier dude uh, the guy dude. has the guy has the biggest boston terrier i've ever seen in my life it's like i swear to god 55 pounds it's like it's probably like three feet long i mean it's it's huge it's a and it's full bred boston terrier that's big for a boston terrier sungrown 707 has a fucking mastiff and that shit would eat that 
little terrier. Oh yeah, I think it had to be yeah. two hundred pounds, and it tried That's to nice. uh, make a move on my wife on the couch. It was a little slobber monster, <laughs> Vigo, Vigo the destroyer. There was uh, some some woman dog. in Western Maine, and her neighbor had a mastiff, and I don't know what happened, but it ended up ripping her arm off and her leg at the knee, like the not fuck? biting it off. It ripped it off like a 250 pound mastiff just taking this woman and like those dogs are no joke man yeah they're fucking (sighs) beasts dude they're scary yeah like a bear what is that little thing you have in your uh, bong there is that a kazoo no, it's his yuppie setup he's got. It's a vaporizer. Does it make noises when you... So, you ever bomb music Vapor bombs? Brothers, 1999, oh, yeah. before no, no, the volcano? Mean, no, the little douche thing you have in the bong. Oh, oh, this. It's yes! The little diaphragm. Uh, I see what you're saying. What is that? <laughs> It's called she a mouthpiece. Make the choice of spitting or swallowing. Pretty much, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so they actually make a filter for it. So if you smoke, it uh, blocks out. I always try and find it, and I can never fucking find it. And I see it during the day. That's but... Peter Frampton attachment. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Uh, here it is. All right, so my wife actually smokes out of her bong. So they have these little charcoal filters. So instead of the uh, tar or whatever that would go into your mouth and lungs, it gets filtered out. You can see there's, they get like black. This one's not that bad because she's only used it a couple times. But actually that might've been the one from where I vaporized. But uh, yeah, it pulls out a bunch of shit. And they're actually normally used for like cup cough. So if you're like at a cup, these hang around your neck. If you want to like take a dab off the free dab rig instead of putting your mouth directly on somebody else's rig, uh, it's a way to prevent yourself from maybe picking up something. You can even put a little joint in the tip of it. Yeah. I think something's worried about picking me up. Here's the thing. I just don't want to be sick in my mouth like in the camera all night. So I think this looks a little bit better. I'd be like, I don't know. It also, to be honest, it narrows the uh, gap on the bong, so you don't have to like put as much effort into the draw. So, I don't know. Makes my life easy. Fucking, I will say, sucking on silicone is not as nice as uh, glass, but the size difference makes it a little bit easier. That's you have to make a, a quartz one to hang around your neck. And can be used seconded as a as a what are those called the a slingshot? No, not the slingshot, but the things with the balls on the end that you like hook around people's feet. Remember, they were in all like I know the cool. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, see, I know what you're talking about too. Is there a name for it? Isn't that a sling? You know what they're. It's no, no, it's like. Slingshot was like like what you're talking. They'd have a piece of cloth or the that's a rock that's over. a that's a rock sling. And then you let go of one end of it. Slingshot. 
I, I believe a rock sling is different than a slingshot. All right. This is way above my pay grade. <laughs> See, you guys know about cannabis. I know about I know about slingshots. <laughs> I need to know about fucking how to make kombucha because I need to go back and watch the genetic memory farms episode. I was trying to tell people, oh yeah, you can make kombucha in, in one night. And they're like, you yeah, know, you well, can't uh, have to ferment. And then I was like, well, I watched him do it live. So he must have done something ahead of time, or what the fuck? I don't know. I get a hold of uh, get a hold of Josh Steensland. He had his he had started his own kombucha, uh, Steenland's family kombucha or something like that. Yep. Cheers to you. He was on the show, Organic Takeover. Love that episode. Yeah, that was a good you know, show. We we just used uh, oh, what's it? Uh, two bottles of water, ounces of water, sugar. One bottle of kombucha and, and your stovey. We use that a as a tea. source. We know we use the that for a source. Yeah, that's what I told yeah. them. They didn't believe me. I was like, go watch the episode. Because I watched I saw that shit happen live. I was like, I know you can make kombucha in a night. And I was like, maybe it'll get better over time. But I watched it. Did you know. make it ego? I was He didn't make it, he watched <laughs> no, GMF make it. Oh, okay. I thought you made it. I'm sorry. Yeah, he made it live on air there. He there was two different methods. Uh, one was like to shake it up real good as you, it was hot, and that speeded up the process. Uh, and you could use it in a couple of days. And then the other way he did it, it had to sit for like a week or so, and then you could start cutting it. But uh, yeah, I just never. I, I had all the shit, and for one reason or another, I just never got around. My wife makes it's kombucha, or did. She used to make a lot of kombucha. That's cool. I feel like there's only so much stuff you could have on your plate at one time, Eagle. You know, you got a lot of plants to take care of, your kids, your family, your uh, patients. If you ever are late on this, I was kind of busting your chops. Like, where's the wormhole earlier? But you said you go at uh, 2.20, so I was fucking early over here, just eager beaver. But you the jumper of, suit collection. <laughs> you you don't know us. We, it was supposed to be two o'clock. It was supposed to be two o'clock. And the first time I actually see you guys, you pop in there. Smiley was hanging out already, and I was trying to get things ready. And then Jack popped in, and I'm trying to get it to go live, and it's throwing me the air. And as soon as I went to let you in, Jack, I was hoping. I was like, hopefully he's got some advice. You fucking bailed on me there for a second. I was like, shit. <laughs> then I tried to phone and you popped back in. I was like, yeah, hopefully he's got some tips. I was of no help, but Eagle figured it out. So you got y'all can thank Eagle for getting the fucking wormhole live tonight. Wormhole, yo. I don't even know what I did. Persistence. That's the only thing I did. And <laughs> hey, that's the fucking. I guess mantra of the show. Yeah. Never give up. Just fucking keep on grinding. Keep hustling. Keep trying. If at first you don't succeed, keep trying, you know? Fucking try and try again. Yeah, it depends what you're trying to do. I guess that's, that's a valid point. If you're trying to do something wrong, I guess you should keep trying. Trying and trying until you get it right. 
everyone's muted. With that said, I'm trying to go to bed because this fucking late harvest, even seeded velvet punch, got me stony macaroni, bologna. Peace out, Eagle. Cheddar Bob, Smiley. It's been great. Hey, Jack, have a good night, man. Peace and love. Glad I was able to catch up with y'all for a little bit, and I'll uh, catch y'all on the next one. Me too. This sure looks good on you, Jack. I was going to wear mine over this tonight, but I didn't grab it in time before the the wife and son went to sleep. And I'm not going to take the chance of waking them up, so... Jesus. Gus. What's up, Gus? I was actually at the t-shirt guys thing today and uh, talking to him. I need to get some more of the ones, like different colors, but maybe a different version of the same shirt. You know what I mean? I keep mixing up that design a little are, bit there. Are they all that but, same uh, material? Yeah, yeah. I guess there's some of them are like a cotton feel, and some of them are like more the airy feel. Yeah, I like that, that. that compression shirt feel. It's a lot more comfortable. It feels. He just got a big old embroidery embroidery machine, and actually thinking about getting, you know, a couple hoodies or some shit. Pants done up, but. Uh, I talked to him today. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to get some of uh, these. Are uh, fuck. I hate these. That version of shirt. You know the original. Uh, I grew some. I want to get some of that artwork on uh, on a shirt. So I kind of contacted. I grew some today and tried to get the best image that I could get. But I'm gonna try to get some of them as well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I got a, some new shirts and stuff coming. Try to keep them coming. Try to keep them different. Cheers, Gus. We haven't got to say hello to you. Red pills busted in as well. You muted, Gus. Thanks for letting me know. What's up, guys? Cheers. Howdy, guys. I just had a like a crazy fucking hilarious day, you know? Uh Another day of going to get my morel mushrooms, right? I, every, I hope everybody knows what morel mushrooms are, you know? Well, I have this spot that's in, like, uh, near Detroit, which you wouldn't normally find morel mushrooms, you know? And uh, there's this dude camping there, and I'm pissed off, you know? Uh, so I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm going to go get these auto pots because – I have all these fungus mats and I'm like, fuck man, I'm sick of fungus mats. Okay. Here's another thing. I had worms come in from, uh, uncle Jim's worm farm. I don't know if any of you guys fuck with uncle Jim, but the past like three times I got worms from uncle Jim's worm farm. They've been dead and he's had to resend them. And were they dry? Dry as Dude, it looked like uh, twigs. It looked like fucking. Uh, Did you try rehydrating them? I got them. I got them in a uh, uh, Tupperware with some lettuce, and I sprayed them a little bit with some water, like just that, a little. <laughs> that happened to me, and I don't know what process they use. Sometimes I've gotten live ones from them, and sometimes I've got them, and they've been they've been literally dry. And yeah. if you if you add like a cup and a half of water to that soil mixture 
and okay. cinch that bag back up and okay. let it sit for like an hour, hour and a half, you'll have live worms in there. Really? It was, it was the weirdest <laughs> thing I'd, I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Okay, that's that's odd, man, with red wigglers. You know, you, usually yeah. when you see them dried up, they're dead, you know? So. Yep. No, they yeah. do dry them. I know I've seen that in his website where that's part of their shipping process because they're they like it's, get in a state where they're like, I don't know, they're more likely to survive, I guess. It's been a couple hours, so I'm going to grab them right now. Let's see don't what's you, up. Don't, uh, don't all of us have a local source? Hey, Red Hill. <laughs> For worms? Probably. There probably is. Uh, fish um, bait. Honestly, yeah, probably. Gus, there's a few of them right in Detroit area, actually. Fish, well, yeah. fish bait stores, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be um, a horticulture drive. You know, I usually look that shit up, and uh, honestly, I do look up for availability. It's hard to find availability. It's easy to find people that have worms or a worm farm, but it's hard to find availability because everybody buys them out, you know what I mean? yeah. Did you ever look at fish? That's my only. Yeah, I have looked. I mean, shit, dude. There's a there's a few Detroit, Detroit. I'm I'm like Detroit, you know. So I'm like, I I was gonna say like that's why I brought it up because literally all of us live on the water. I think literally every single one of us in chat lives right near water. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I can, dude. I mean, I can find some earthworms and stuff like that, but it's like, what's that gonna do me? I, nah. Honestly, though, um, so here we go. I'm, dude, it smells like uh, it smells. It smells like redwood forest, you know, the fucking dead worms. <laughs> but look at if if you look, it's like clusters of dead worms. Yeah, if you if you rehydrate, well, I don't know now. It might be too late, but if you dude. Stick all that right back in that bag and throw a cup of water in there. It smells, it kind of smells good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's like the pig hide we use for lobstering. Yes. Like, I just looked it up, man. Worm Cycle is a place right, it looks like right in Detroit. They got red wigglers. Are they available? I don't know. You want me to order them too? No, don't do that. No, I'll, I'm just messing around. No, I know. Worm cycle, that's, is that Ann Arbor? Check prices. Hey, is worm cycle in Ann Arbor? Let me look. Uh, I think I know. I think I remember looking that up. I, honestly, dude, I, I looked it all up. I mean. Plymouth, Michigan is what it's saying. Plymouth, okay. Plymouth. That might be a local one to check. Because I'm lucky, dude. I got I got Wormies GR, and they're like three blocks from me. I just actually stopped by today and dropped some stuff off. Fresh off the fucking pile, man. That stuff's badass. That's awesome, dude. I just, uh, I got a hot plant. <laughs> a hot plant from Eastern Market. Because uh, I love beer, man. I want to brew my own little, you know, beer. And uh, there was a bunch of worms in it. I was surprised. Like there was a handful of worms that came from the fucking pot and it was just a one gallon pot. And I was like, get out of here. That's awesome. These guys are fucking doing it organic, you know? Yeah. That was cool. That's cool. Here's this. uh, You guys got to see this. This is beautiful. This tobacco flower. Hold on. Let me see if I can switch. 
Look at that. Nice. I just, I just been watching this thing bloom. I mean, I had this under CMHs. You got to understand. I didn't just have it in my window. So don't go thinking you guys can just grow tobacco out your window. But look at look at these blooms, the stamens or whatever. Look at how long they are. It's hilarious how they come out. I love it. It they erect, you know. Yeah. They erect right out. It's dude, they're so cool and they smell good too. That's cool. But yeah, man. I fucking ordered so many worms from uh from them. Do you got a bin though? Do you do you got a bin for them or what are you doing with them? Well, I've I've had I've had a couple of bins. Um, I end up putting them in like my mom's backyard or my girlfriend's dad's backyard. Okay. <laughs> Man, get a couple of those rip rippled sticks and go out there with some cardboard. And yeah, run it over and they'll, brrr, they'll come right yeah. to the surface. Does that work? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does work, man. And do you know what the thing though? I the earthworm thing though, like. I just feel like they, I end up starving them, you know, like I don't feed them good enough. And I'm, <laughs> oh, I have something that can help with that. Avocados? Oh, 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 if you don't care about destroying the world. Dude. <laughs> Way to support the cartels, Cheddar Bob. Fuck. There's yeah, maybe, uh, hey, you know how many what? avocados you Dude, use, you get a free kilo of cocaine with that. There's a Look, fucking I'm, shelf uh, in my local grocery that's like, hey, we got a dollar fifty for old avocados, and they'll have like ten of them. Go, yeah, dude. They'll well, fuck that shit. I'm getting auto. 20, Twenty-seven Peruvians died for those ten avocados. So, you know what? That's none of my business. I don't want to know nothing about it. Okay. <laughs> and, 7.2 million gallons of water to grow those 10 avocados. No, but for real, though, I'm going on. He's giving you shit about the hamburgers you eat. I mean, we went over that last night with, you know, green. I, love hamburgers. I mean, the energy, the water, the food that goes into that hamburger. You know, Yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, After you say that, I want two. Yeah. Right. I've been thinking about hamburgers all day. Um, <laughs> hey, hamburger. uh, Smiley, do you have a worm farm going on at all? Like a I worm bin? Well, I actually had to restart mine because I killed them all. <laughs> it happens. But it made a... Uh, they did have... I did get really good... good uh, um, compost or whatever you call it. I don't think it was like finished castings, but it was really good the material that came out of there. So, hey, you know, you know, in uh in the bags of uh water only soil when it says meat meal, what do you think that is? True. It's uh it's 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 either ground up chicken or dead worms. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine it's dead worms though. They disappear so <coughs> Fast. yeah but they they they're exactly they disappear so fast that's why it's it's a good it's a good it's a very good uh meat meal you know what i mean because it's the worms are meat 
And uh, when they when they dry out, they they disintegrate into soil like nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's a, it's almost kind of disappear in a fungal mycelium too. There's like always a. I don't know, at least the ones I've seen in, in mine, they like almost turn into a web of mycelium and disappear. Dude, I, I love what you're saying. Dude, yeah, you're right. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I've My worms never die. Hey, uh, I have a question about dying. mycelium. When you make batches of super soil and then you start to storm slash cook them, and then you open the bins or whatever you have them stored in and it sometimes literally it looks like two inches thick of that Halloween cobweb shit that you put all over your bushes and hedges. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Is there any way to take that and ferment it or put that into some kind of golden solution? Yeah. Right to plants. Of course. You, you just do it. You know what I mean? Leave it, leave it as, is it, as it is in the soil or is there a way to, like I'm saying, concentrate it? Oh, well, I would be gone be within a few days in my experience with it. Yeah, I, I would leave it in the soil. I mean, it's a specific process for that that soil. You know, if, if you take it away, then you're interrupting that that system, that symbiotic system that it's decomposing, you know, that that's what's decomposing from the top. So, I mean, it's it's pretty efficient as it is yeah yeah, if yeah you yeah, were yeah. if you were looking to add something else like you'd want to do some imo collection or you know something like that or maybe could not, not take all of it let's not disturb all of it but in uh, mushroom propagation once you have your mycelium in a jar one jar can be used to inoculate like a thousand jars because i would imagine I would imagine you could do something like that, like yeah. put down some uh, like uh, malted oats or something like that and collect it from there and then move it on mm -hmm. to like a jar of oats and then, you know, oh, yeah. seal that up and let that Let's move through. And then... All right. Hey, Johnny's not the only one who experiments to do. I'm doing my ceiling experiments when I get around to it. So. Well. I think you'd be better off picking one that's going to hold up for a lot longer if you're going to put the effort into it, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it's, what's going to happen. It just naturally happens when you make super soil. And I would, gonna, I just, yeah. You're going to grow an extra thumb. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to quit organics and I'm going to auto pots with cocoa and Floriflex. 100%. Okay. I'm sick of gnats. I'm sick of people sending me bunky worms, you know. Yeah. I'm having a rough time right now. Did you come on so I could talk you down or something? Like, whoa. <laughs> Dude, you know what, is man? This, is this an organics uh, prevention hotline or something like that? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Slow down, Gus. It's going to be okay, man. Yeah, cover guys, crops, dry up. things up a little bit, a fan under crops there. Little things, steps can take care of them, nets, man. They're not it's that been bad. three times. Three little times days. my Uncle Jim's has fucked me. Little days make big weeks. Yeah, and then here I am stuck making teas of shit. And, and I have to go source it from the grocery store. And I'd rather just use my leftovers and worms, but I can't ever get live worms because Uncle Jim's is fucking me. You know what I mean? Like, it's over and over. 
Yeah, I got some FAA and some KNF inputs, but it's not good enough. It's not. And I get gnats like crazy. That's from watering, overwatering. Well, no, I, under I understand that. But every time I use DNC, dude, I dry my shit out. I do dry out stages. I, I follow the, uh, like, I don't know if you guys ever seen the videos from uh, Greenhouse Seed Company, but how they dry their fucking plants out. That's what I do. I do dry out stages, you know? Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, so I fucking, I dry my shit out. So, <clears throat> and I use a lot of fucking sticky traps and shit. But anytime I use DNC, which I love, I love what happens to my plants after I use the water-only DNC. But every time I use it, I get gnats like crazy, dude. And it, yeah. I know it's it's the grow store by me. They get they get shit that's like just old or something. I don't know if it still exists, but it's the one time I had to use it, and I might have gotten lucky because it took care of the problem that I had, and I didn't have to keep battling it. But I had gnats one time that got delivered to me on on the body of a of a buddy of someone who was also growing anyways it it really didn't come from his plant or like a transfer of a clone it came from him being around his plant Nat's like literally buzzing around him like the dirty kid and uh charlie uh oh pig boy. pen pig pen thank you uh <laughs> yeah in charlie brown pig pen uh, he had gnats flying around him, and I ended up getting gnats. And the product I used to take care of it was Gonat. Gonat. Yep. Okay. You no, know, gnats aren't gnats aren't a destructive insect. They're they're just more of an annoyance. I mean, Dude, I, I, live in a, I live in an apartment. Carpets. I live in an apartment and carpets. Yeah, I, I mean yeah, everything, yeah. everything about it just yeah. like sucks for me. I'm, I'm right there with you because a lot of people would be like, why do you, why do you like, uh, you know, whatever, hate the situation that you have to grow in, you know, like I'm happy growing in a tent and I'd be like, cause I got carpets. Oh, I love growing in a tent. And, I, and no, hey, you know, the carpets is the problem. It's not the tent. It is. It's the damn I vacuum carpet. all the time. I vacuum all the time. Like sometimes I, I, I get, I, I slack sometimes, but I vacuum all the time. It's just the fact that Dude, I could have a self-automated system, right? And my my brother is doing Floriflex right now, okay? And his that's shit... What, that's what living soil is. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, know. There's, there's nothing easier. Do you know how... I, there's so much more work that goes into deep water culture and really deep water culture between measuring and water temperatures and well, if, you're, sure if you're doing a really slow trip system with floriflex i think you're pretty safe but well here's what i was gonna do i was gonna do i was gonna do a self ph uh taurus hydro it's it's like a you know it whatever reservoir you have they have something that fits it and it ph is it so i don't have to add any pH down or pH up. And then I was going to just, you know, clip that into my reservoir with my heater or whatever I need. I'm just so dude. Okay. Here, here's the thing. Here's I've been doing organic for like shit. We, I mean, at my mom's, my, I learned it from my mom. 
you know what I mean? And uh, doing it in a vegetable garden. But so I've been doing it for a long time, you know, but the fungus gnats are just fucking ridiculous in an apartment, dude. It's crazy. Like if you get one bad batch and you don't pasteurize it yourself, like I have to make a self pasteurization machine to fucking pasteurize. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, just because I've seen someone do it, I don't know how efficient or even uh, beneficial it is. But <laughs> I did know someone that had well. a. Uh, what is a? Why are we pasteurizing soil? You mean like heating it up? Yeah, like to one sixty or one seventy for like forty five minutes at least. Yeah, I I do know someone that did have a chameleon. Actually, I don't know if that's a beneficial organism, but yeah. he did have a chameleon loose in his grow tent or in his grow room. Yeah, I feel like that would actually hurt the chameleon uh, being in a grow tent. I mean, you can always order some nematodes and some predatory mites. Yeah. That takes have, care of fungus gnats really, really quick. I mean, there's... I have, I have and I've used... Okay, so I use mosquito bits... I use predatory uh, mites and I use um, um, the amazing Dr. Zymes. Okay. And you're pasteurizing your soil. Well, I quit pasteurizing a while ago, but I, but like, if I'm going to keep doing it, I'm going to have to pick it up because if I don't pasture, dude, honestly, like I'm picking up so much shit from the grocery store. The growth store is my fucking worst enemy. That's my thing. If I, if I locally source things, yeah, I'd be fine. I'd be fine. I know that. But I have to use the growth store because, like, dude, I'm in Detroit. Everything goes, like, so quick. Uh, I, I use Craigslist a lot, you know, looking for the free shit, like free manure, free everything, free everything. Uh, it goes so quick, man. Like, people people just get eat that shit up so there's no room for somebody like me I, i'm like hey i need a half a yard <laughs> you know what i mean not even like i'm like hey i need like a fucking tote full of this shit <laughs> they're like yeah uh we got we got people that are ordering you know way more than that so it's like okay i, I can't get locally sourced stuff because i have to go to the grocery store and for some reason, the way they store shit, I mean, I get all these gnats and all these fucking, sometimes, I mean, I've had spider mites before, and I know I mean, it does, here. doesn't gnat larva live in compost, and isn't compost included in most bag soils of some, some sort? Yeah. To my understanding, the fungus gnats are going to lay their larva on uh, anaerobically decomposing exactly like swampy shit you know yeah so like if it sat outside and then got rained on and it's going to become a desirable thing to a fungus gnat to invade if it's anaerobically decomposing yeah so i'm stuck here yeah typically watering is is the answer of you know i don't know well uh, i was i've done diatomaceous earth is my uh, probably my best thing that has worked out. I mean, this the I was gonna say Johnny says that stalled dry stall stuff or whatever he was talking about that too, and I think that was drying yeah. up the top. 
And I do think diatomaceous earth kind of does too, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> you got to be careful with the diatomaceous earth and how you water, though. You know what I mean? It depends how you're watering, and <coughs> you know. Also, hey, guys, I was watching fucking Future Cannabis Project today too, a little bit on the James Loud show, and uh, he somebody asked, "No, listen." guys somebody asked him he's like hey do you ever uh do you ever smoke do you ever grind up some of the weed you fucking breed or whatever and he was like no you know dude guys i froze up and i was like i instantly commented i was like i'm breaking shit up right now some seeded fucking breeded weed look at here's my seeds here's my weeds no crushed seeds Listen, who, who the fuck, who the fuck, who the fuck doesn't smoke, uh, smoke the shit that they're fucking getting seeds out of though? Like, what, what are they doing to it to make it not? Um, what the fuck? Well, That's I think weird. literally Jack, Jack was just on here doing that, and I've done that too. <laughs> so I, I know yeah. I've done it. Yeah, um, like I got, I got a, a few joints to roll up right here. You see that? Eagle's theory is it's stonier. Like, yeah, dude, hundred percent. I got Gorilla Glue Four. That's supposed to be a fucking sativa. This one is, and dude, it grew like one. It did. It was a short flower though. But I'm gonna tell you something. It gets me stoned as fuck. It makes me forget shit. Like, I, I Gorilla Glue always does that. And here's another trait I love about Gorilla Glue. It makes me cough shit up. It makes me cough up my fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me it makes the the resin or tobacco that I've been smoking loosen up and I cough it up. I love it. I love gorilla glue. Cannabis is an exu ex expellent. Is that what it is called? Expellent. Oh, they do. Expectorant. That's it. That's expectorant. It. There we go. Not all yeah. of them. I think with, some of it definitely is. With that, with that strain, I've noticed it too. And it has to do with like that certain, a lot of people, a lot of people pick it up as like a, a vanilla envelope kind of scent or like a old book pages kind of scent. But yeah. to me, yeah, that one kind of, it See, goes down smooth, but clears everything out going out, you know? Yeah. And a couple other ones do that too. Like uh, anything that's really pure strawberry taste. Oh man, I haven't had a pure strawberry taste in a while. Yeah, few years. Yeah, I don't know if it's just psychologically, you know, I'm programmed because of strawberry cough, right? But anything like that, like the second you know you breathe it in and you can taste strawberries, then all of a sudden it makes your chest tight, and it it, it concentrates and flour, so it doesn't have to do with like unfleshed flour, but then you're coughing immediately. You know, like the second you trap it in your lungs, it makes it's like that expansion type smoke. Well, all I can say is this Gorilla Glue really expands the resins in my lungs and I expel them quickly. <laughs> it makes me cough some shit up that I didn't know I had in my lungs. You know, like I'm like, wow, this is some fucking crazy fucking weed, you know? Every time I smoke it, every time. I love Gorilla Group. 
Oh, I was also going to say, uh, I think they recharacterized a lot of those chem dog derived chem dog and a lot of chem dog derived hybrids is indica dominant hybrids now. Because for a long time, people thought they're sativa. And it's one of the weird things that oh. has nothing to do with the effect. Like you said, it's overall more of a stoned effect. Yeah. But somehow something about the growth attribute somehow made it to like leafly and like uh, weed hub, you know, like that kind of. Uh, Crash. Well, it, they, they made it seem like it, based on its growth characteristics that it's a sativa, uh, sativa. So they wrote it down as sativa dominant hybrid versus where like any other description of every other strain that they have is all based on its effect. And, but somehow for some reason, since Chemdog, Sour Diesel, G, uh, GG4, they all, characterized, yeah, yeah, they all got characterized as a sativa dominant hybrid just because they stretch a lot in flower. So someone was like, I stretch a lot in flower, that means it's sativa. Yeah, yeah. But here's here's another thing though. I think it has to do with that dazed, because every time you hit a gorilla glue, like a true gorilla glue, you know, like I'll, I'll say it, uh, this isn't this isn't true Josie Wales shit, bro, from Detroit. I got I got a clone growing right now of it, but this is not that. This is some Mendo Mendocino, right? Twenty twenty Mendocino glue sniffer, and um. It's it's honestly this is closer to the glues that I've smoked from dispensaries near me, and I'm in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So, that being said, this is great. Well, on top of that, they, they, listen, they they bred it with some shit called the whip, right? Mm -hmm. And they hit it twice with the same thing. So they f two'd it, and then they f two'd it after that. So they, you know basically stabilized it after they got the six if that makes sense i went from four to six but really they did that with this and uh i'm telling you what man this is it has a filet mignon fucking gorilla glue taste to it it's crazy it's so good so i uh, throw the whip because when you said that that fucking took me back. That was a phrase my mom used when I was young about whatever, like, good. That shit's the whip. So, that actually, that term right there, if I could find that strain, I would actually grow that out just for memories of my mom's like, right there. Fucking, that shit, that's fun. Dude, I've been looking for that uh, ever since they said that they crossed this with the whip. I've been looking for the whip, and I can't find the whip. I've been looking for the whip. <laughs> you find it let me know let me know and i'll do the same because i know it's out there i think i'll keep my eye it is why he named it that way too the whip that's where that name came from eagle that term that your your mom was saying the michigan lingo yeah. huh yeah. well this is michigan. this is mendocino yeah actually. but they are from michigan there yeah. one guy was yeah yeah gorilla glue no, the guy well, from Mendocino, 2020 Mendocino is like got origins in Michigan. I don't know anything about those. I don't know anything about big dudes, dude. Honestly. What I was going to say about uh, Gorilla Glue is when I lived in Colorado, I used to go to a 
one of I live in Colorado Springs. Uh, Denver was more strict on the social clubs. They were definitely not legal in any way. This place, yeah, because it was easy. That's a Greyhound. Like that's a that's a travel hub, dude. Denver. Yep. That's easy to fucking constrict well, they, things. And they they didn't weren't having it at all in Denver. They shut it down before it even got up and running. But in Colorado Springs, we had literally two right next to each other. That was the Lazy Lion and the Speakeasy. And the Lazy Lion was ran by a pretty like flamboyant baller, right? He was like the he would be driving down the, the road like in a, a, a Rolls Royce Phantom and he'd have like a Louis Vuitton smoking jacket and he'd be smoking out of like a $15,000 slop cup and that kind of shit. And he, yeah. at this Lazy Lion place, he had a glass booth in the actual lobby. It wasn't like guarded or like you had to get into a door. That you know, he had a like little buzzer or alarm to go through. Just straight up in the lobby, he had like Joe P. Banjo Salt Collab, uh, the Queen Bee. I don't know if anyone follows Flav Four Two One. Anyone knows him through Queen Bubble Bee? Man. He has uh, the the Mini Bee and the, like the whatever Junior Beer or whatever. Right. And this guy has the Queen Bee, and he has a whole bunch of other. Um, Hoobs, the guy that does the shoes, and it's like the same thing. It's a Hoobs, Salt, Banjo, Joe P collab, and it's like a big old boot stepping in like a puddle of oil. Anyways, this dude had like a million and a half dollars in a glass collection sitting at his uh, social club. But that that's just a little side tangent. But the, I got to try the uh, Chocolate Diesel, the Sour Dub, and Chem 6 there before it was ever bred into gorilla glue and out of those the it doesn't have really at all any of the taste as gorilla glue but the chocolate diesel to me was the best out of the four or the three of those strains to, to me out of all three of those at the chem sis is the flavor profile that comes through the most that's all What's up, Rez? Good evening, everyone. Everyone is having a good evening. I've been listening. So, but you said chocolate. Here's chocolate right here. That's chocolate hanging behind. Nice. Yeah, I was just in there trying to trying to uh, jigsaw a couple uh, braces on that uh, lanky uh, girl in the corner. She's falling all over the place. You know, I fixed that on my first grow by leaving a stem about this big. When I chop, chopped the top, the big top off, I left about this much. I was able to tie anything that might have fell onto that center wise, you know, instead of messing with anything on the outside. I didn't do that on this one. I didn't leave the nub. It's a little more lanky. So she's super sticky, and I really don't want to cut her down yet. <laughs> What are you doing, it, Rez? I thought you were just doing the M3 soil. I am. Oh. What did I say? You just said you were feeding it. No, no, I was. Um, oh, did I? It's not what I said, but I, I was tying it together. Oh. Maybe I was just talking fast or slurry. I just hit. I just hit some of this stuff that I cut off. 
I mean, quick dry, you know, I still got tons of stuff in jars, but stick it out, in the, stick it out well up here for a day and then stuck it out in the truck for about five hours and then set it on here and then ground it up and smoke it. It's not too bad. So that early stuff. So, but I, I listened, I listened to the show last night. Um, I wasn't able to stay awake, but I listened to it today. So I wanted to ask a question. Um, first of all, I'm going to go back to the, the comment about tonight. You just said about grill glue makes you cough that shit up. Any good hit off a bong will make you cough that shit out your lungs. <laughs> Dude, I hate bongs. I hate bongs. I hate bongs. I got bad lungs, man. And um, But you said last night, you said if you cut the top of a plant, you kill it. And you were talking about a plant that was growing in flower. You didn't want to cut the top off smiling. Are you actually saying that if you for plants like six weeks in, it gets too tall and somebody takes that top off, it really affects the plant that much, it'll kill it? I, don't, I guess I don't recall what you're referencing there, but I don't know. And yeah, you, were you guys were talking about uh, training and uh, topping, defoliation about and it was right when Tal was talking about, yeah, but if I take these these leaves off, and, and it, this leaf takes the, the, losing this much photosynthesis, the, the light's being gained somewhere else. And you were talking about, well, you don't want to take a top off a plant because you end up killing it. I mean, like if I went in here to this right now, and instead of taking a branch off, branch off. And just cut the top off, it won't kill a plant, will it? No, not typically. Okay. What's the term you use for the, the main one when you got a girl single? That, that's called, what's it called? No, 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 the, the stem. It's called the meristem, right? Yeah, apical meristem. All right, so it's the dominant. if you cut the top, of, they say, I've heard it said, I'm not a scientist, but anytime you move any top off the top, so when one goes and leans, that means it's transferred from its top being the top of the point to somewhere else on the plant. So every time my plant leans, everything's shifting, right? Well, yes and no. It's about like, I mean, to get real technical about it, the, the oxen travels down through the xylem or, or through part of it. It has channels that it travels through. And then the when you lean it, it's kind of, gravity oriented but when you lean it that concentration in the stem changes because of the way you've leaned it it's no longer feeding from that top stem the oxen down and that triggers the auxiliary stems to start growing and it'll do the same if you were to remove that top mary stem the only oh, difference is the only difference is you're not you're not removing plant material. You're just bending it over to get the same effect out. But it's I not like removing the brain of the plant kind of I mean it kinda is if you're taking it like that, but the plant responds well, we, in a way that cherry, cherry lime haze was like that too. If you didn't plant it perfect if you didn't transplant it perfectly perpendicular and level, it would like by two weeks after it was transplanted, it would literally just like auto top itself and become this huge, really nice bush. It's almost sort of like beneficial to not transplant it. Perfectly vertical. Well, with a little bit of a, a slant, it would be this super nice bush without even topping it once. Yeah, but who the fuck has yeah. chain lime haze anymore? 
I did. This was like only this was only like two and a half years ago in Colorado. Someone still has to have that shit. Do you know anyone that still has it? Well, I got it from Kind Love, the dispensary, that clone. Uh, they yeah. might still have it in in circulation. They might. They kind of switch in new implants. Like I really wanted their. Uh, Usually, when they when they're when they're selling clones, it, they're giving away. They're they're giving shit away because they don't want it no. I'll I'm be. I'm from Detroit, dude. I know a lot of people that are fucking in that shit. I'll be straight up. They when they sell clones, they're giving that shit away. They don't, okay, well, well, that that might be the case, but this happens over like a two and a half year process before they get tired of. For sure, Colorado's different too. Yeah. I know that, you know, but I know people the the same kind of people that run the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, are, I've they, had lots of good stuff from there. Clementine, I've had really good Clementine clones. Collectors and home growers are two different things. You know what I mean? Like home growers are something I can trust, are people I can talk to on here, shit like that. Collectives. Yeah. They're 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 savage fucking mm-hmm. shark tank kind of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you get a clone from them, it's kind of like, eh. well, I I can tell you from experience, never had bugs, never had mold, only got yeah, of course, results from this. It was a good kind of love. I don't know if the reputation dropped yeah. or you know their consistency is the right. same. I haven't been there in two and a half, or I haven't gotten a clone there from like two and a half years, or nah, I don't know how. I'm losing track of time. I don't even know what day it is or what time. No, That's okay. Hey, man. I heard it was May 11th, Tuesday. Okay, but I'm just uh, kidding. Hey, before it's I forget, me. before I forget, my reason is I want to go that real tall one in there. It's real close to the lights, closer than I want it, but it seems okay on most of them. One of them browned up a little more, and I just want to go in there and cut that one off and the one that's leaning real bad. Just cut the very top off. Just so I can see what happens. Plus, you know. Hey, you're not gonna get it over. How far into flower is it? Uh, Forty days today. Oh, it's, it's gonna make seeds. No, I'm just kidding. It's not gonna kill the plant. You're just gonna, you know, I mean, you're just removing that part of it that would yield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that stresses it out though. Like, like, okay, because look at. Look, I'm sitting here looking at my tobacco plant, right? It's flowering. And I'm like, if I cut off a couple of them flowers, it might make it flower sooner, like some of the other buds that are formed. So maybe when you cut it off, it might make it, uh, it, it might tell it, hey, man, here we got, we're getting fucked over. We got to fucking hurry up and flower or we're. Or it might even make it speed or something. That's what I would think. Cause like every time I've come into into a outdoor plant that's been fucked up from the elements, it grows seed, man. Like it not not like majorly, but it grows seed. And I think it's because it's been fucked up by the elements so much. Like the plant. Well, I, I know one thing I learned in the last 24 hours was if you let a plant dry out that you've been keeping on a good schedule that's really looking really healthy, if you let it dry out some, it, it'll it'll harden it up and it won't droop as oh, fast. Yeah. I was like, holy yeah. shit, this thing hardened up. It's not drooping like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, do I let it go further? I said, no. 
I said, but I ain't giving it a full watering like I normally have. I give it about half as much. That's when I give it a full. That's when I give it a full feeding, man. That's when I fuck it I've up. I've been giving it hammering and the whole. It's been getting full the whole time. I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'm in a mix. So what? Um, Cheddar Bob. Yes, they pasteurized it. They heat that shit. Even the stuff that I, the M3 mix, um, part of its part homogenized pasteurized. That's smart. That's smart because there's some bugs you don't want, man. You know what I mean? You that's get how any I bugs in that mix. I bought yeah. a whole pallet. I haven't found one bug yet. I'm, I haven't tried M3 yet. I'm excited yeah. because, uh, dude, like I said, I'm about to switch to fucking Floriflex. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's the fucking uh, basic oh, yeah. mind. It's basically like mind bullshit. That, you toss know. your bag first before you try M3. Any of those that are like <sighs> that, give them a good toss and rolling on the ground. I don't, don't want to get all into what I've been preaching for a while and someone finally developed something that I was telling people about. But salt nutrients, what a lot of people forget is there's multiple different grades. There's like food grade, pharmaceutical grade, analytical grade, there's horticultural grade, there's commercial grade. And a lot of times people just, they get horticultural grade. And yeah. that's when you mix salt nutrients and stuff and you see like weird sand particles and like gravel and that kind of weird shit floating around in there. Oh, and then for a long time, I'm like, I wonder if anyone has ever taken the time to just take those compounds, the actual molecules, like in this case, say like a, a calcium sulfate or magnesium uh, carbonate or something like that, right? If they just okay. made like the isolated pure crystalline form of that and made that. And that's basically what Floriflex is. If, if you look at it, it's like white powder, like sugar. Hold okay. on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. You say they make it, right? Mm -hmm. Here's where I'm like, sometimes they mine it. Okay. For sure. Yeah. But that, that's, I mean, then they isolate it too. It's like re but the technique it's, it would be it's already isolated by the form of no, but it's it's dirty it's impure it would be considered crude yeah right. but actually it's yeah. called sponge in the mining term it's called sponge yeah but listen, no yeah but you can clean it up, dude. what i'm saying they treat it, they okay. treat it you know you know where i don't know, I want to take in a conspiracy where you okay. know where fluoride comes from right let me say this i'm a gold miner right yeah i'm a gold miner okay I'm looking in for Detroit. Gold. I'm looking for gold, right? In Detroit, brother, I got Canadian glacial mountains that have melted over and made our creeks. I believe there's gold here. I believe there's gold here. But anyway, I'm 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 not being I'm just saying stereotypic. I'm just making up a mythical story here, okay? I'm a gold miner, right? I'm a gold miner, right? I'm looking for gold. Do you think I'm going to say this is crude gold or this is fucking fools. Like this That's is not how gold forms. If it's gold, listen, if it's gold, gold is a metallic element. We're talking about a mineral. We're talking about minerals and nutrients and, and yeah, gold, gold. It's for that. That's more green. Yeah, gold doesn't come in a mineral form. Mineral, it just minerals comes in come metallic. In, yeah, it's but pure mineral, element form. Okay. But let me finish. Min minerals like a rock dust, right? So that's mind. So what I'm trying to say is yeah. these things have formed in nature for us to be able to suck them out 
and fucking put them in a bag and sell it, dude. Like nature has has made these mines for us, has has built up over time in certain deposits. <clears throat> we have found out, oh hey, this is high in this, this is high in that. And we fucking mine it. And then we sell it in NPK form. Do you understand that? Where do they mine your nitrogen um, source? Nitro okay, I can mine that out of my fucking you know, what I'm trying to say is what you pull out of the ground is like a bud, and Floriflex is like THCA isolate. That's what I'm trying to say is they take the minerals that come out of the ground and then they isolate them in their pure forms. So they're super water soluble and there's no impurities whatsoever. Right. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Very fucked up. Yeah. But you know what's fucked up is breathing it. Have you ever inhaled a gnat and not been able to get it out of your lung? And then wondered, oh shit, my buddy No Till Ned is fucking microscoped a fucking egg of a larva of gnats and it still lives after it's squished. And you're like, oh my God, that's in my fucking lungs, dude. Have you ever thought that? I've had, I've had I've had worse things up my nose. <laughs> I was gonna tell you, I get more gnats in the oh, eye than in the mouth. There's, there's, there's no arguing that. Shame on you. Inhaling fucking fungus gnats for sure, dude. Dude, I I fucking hate inhaling fungus gnats, and it's I like my worst enemy. You know, there's a good cure for fungus gnats because they they like to reproduce, it's right? Nice. I got so parasites come, because of that shit. Watch. If, watch. If they come, once they come out and they start flying, if you don't let them reproduce again, then you start, can end the cycle. You get, you make sure that your vent in, in the tent, because they, they will fly as soon as you tap a pot, right? It's on max high and you tap the pot and you wave and they'll all get sucked right up that tube. Yeah. You yeah. know how you get rid of it. <laughs> That's smart. You know how you get rid of fungus gnats? You go buy cocoa from the same grocery store. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, stop it, you fucker. You fucker. <laughs> Find a different grocery store. <laughs> no, he's, he's saying he's like, dude, he's about to switch to Floriflex. What's the difference, you know? Uh, like, I'm about I, to go from soil to cocoa. What's the difference, you know? Who's on the floor? That'd <laughs> <laughs> just be funny. Are you going Honestly, to sleep, man? The, going? What you're talking about's a great setup too, man. There's I've I got buddies that grow that way too, and it's fucking killer. So the model pots rock, the cocoa rocks, but it, you know what I mean. If you can find a, a reservoir to supply it and and have the nutrients stay in solution the way you want, that's until I can get outdoor, until dude, until I can actually get a fucking functioning like semi-outdoor and outdoor setup because that's what I want is an outdoor setup. I don't want to grow indoors. That's like, it's, it's not, it doesn't make sense to me to have animals and myself so close to these soils and these, these byproducts of fucking guanos or whatever, these shits, these cow manures and meat meals and Feather meals. You don't know what the fuck's mixed in with that shit. What kind of larvas tossed in there and fucking living in there. You really do not because 
a lot of us don't have microscopes. I know one person that has a microscope, okay? And he fucking studies that shit like a motherfucker. He's seeing shit in there and he's What's like, the I don't understand. Friends with, man? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like you need to go to a dairy farm, man. You, I, oh. you, you go to a dairy farm and work in a dairy booth for a day and you won't worry ever worry about the stuff you're worried about now. Yeah, if, 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 if you're worried years old. If you're worried about stuff in their under a microscope, man. If you're worried about stuff under a microscope, you should just stop growing cannabis altogether because that doesn't <laughs> yeah. stop. That doesn't stop with cocoa and nutrients. You, you I know what he's worried about. You stop. There's a few people that I know I, that you guys all follow too that have fucking gotten that lung parasite from fucking backwater. Okay. I know you guys know who I'm talking about. And there's Nick Risden who has Lyme disease. Okay. From fucking. That's from a tick that has nothing to do with. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with cannabis. Listen, though. I I will not stand for this bad bat guano propaganda. Dude, (laughs) who the fuck am I talking about? You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, hey, it's the Chinese. Hey, have some respect. It's the Chinese year of the bat. Come on, you don't want to breathe that shit. There's a fucking fuck yes. up that happens in your lung. You can get some weird fucking. Well, then guess what? Then you can have a fucking I'm class action loss. Uh, it's all good. I don't use backwano. I, I love black guano. It makes your it makes your weed taste better. Don't not use it. Oh my god! Like, no, I mean, be smart about using it. No, no. Do use you guys it. know? Hey, this is a mind trip. Looking up, you don't believe you know, me. Don't, you're, don't your body up, needs. Don't cut up lines of black guano. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Your body, like... yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> okay, but hey, use, your hey. your your body needs arsenic to synthesize. DNA. Oh yeah, give me tons of arsenic, there, fucking red pill. Well, I'm just telling you, it's the truth. <laughs> oh, so Too heavy metal white rice will do you in with your arsenic, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah but I'm, simply. Yeah, I mean, but if I'm you eat too much, you're gonna grow. You're gonna grow. But same thing with like, um, uh, not arsen. Is it? I think it's the same thing is with arsenic. But sardines. You eat a lot of sardine, uh, sardines. You'll have arsenic in your diet, but it's beneficial. You need lead, arsenic, iron, chromium, vanadium, selenium. You need all those metals in your diet. That's well, good for you. It makes you live a long time. It'll make you live 100 to 120 years if you have it in your body. It only makes sense that we filter all that shit out at the right, you yeah. know, percentage that we need everything, you know, as we take it in. Because we are a living organ, basically. Every every single thing we do yeah. in our body functions and fucking just like, seriously, is just a super fucking metabolite for every single fucking thing that hits it. So that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Cannabis, technology, dude. Technology is doing what it did in the past, and man's knowledge is destroying it. I, I was struck by something last night somebody I heard a while back say, you know, it, 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 is, it takes more carbon, like almost three times as much, to make one of the big giant windmills that it actually produces ever in the act- outcome of money. 
for the carbon. It take the motors only last five years. It takes uh, twelve years or fourteen years to pay one back, right? Well, if they well, put well, hundred, here's the if negative. They put hundred and fifty years of research into wind turbines, like they have diesel uh, engines, combustible engines. Maybe we'd be ahead of the curve on that. You know, I mean, like. Let rest, yes. you know. Well, no, the reason, but here, but that, that's not the negative part about it. Even they're wasting all that time and money on that is that they it's not birds it kills, it kills a lot of bats. And the reason it kills a lot of bats is that the bats come after the bugs because the bugs are caused by drawn by the home. You know, the bug infestation that's starting to start well, it's already started to take over the planet. And you just don't I see, see it. You do little things like that. That it's like you, well, how are all these bugs around? We never had these bugs before. Well, you might be killing all the freaking bats that eat a lot of the bugs <laughs> and a lot of other hey, things. You, know you what? might I'm be spraying the... a whole bunch of pesticides and yeah, shit that are now that's legal true. all over the country and killing all the bugs anyways, and the bats are dying because they don't have shit to eat. Instead of a few windmills, really? Come on, man. Yeah, I'm saying another additive, okay? Now we Please. add the windmills, and then you add something else. So that's one more, you know. Yeah. So the yeah. pesticides, for sure. Can man. anyone back me up with this, or at least make me feel uh, more at peace of mind? But when you're I gonna have to kid, buy a hooker a, for that. You're gonna have to pay five dollars a handy. When I was a kid, that there like used that. to be a lot more lightning bugs, right? Yep. Lightning yeah. bugs. Yep. And now they're gone. When's the last time you seen fucking lightning bugs? We, we have like a couple weeks in the summer in certain areas, fields, tall grasses, where you'll see lightning bugs, but certainly not not wow. everywhere like you used to. It's the same thing with, I mean, it's the same thing with mosquitoes, June bugs, every type of bug here in Maine that you used to see has dwindled in population. You don't, you don't get them on the windshield anymore like you used to back in the 80s and 90s. The biting match. Are, are they all coming to Michigan? Right? I said to a bunch of today, I'm like, how do you ride around up here, man? There's times when I drive around up here in northern Michigan, it's fucking, it sounds like a fucking hailstorm and it's June It fucking feels like it's dent in your shit out driving down. Don't get me wrong, I'm not there aren't populations and stuff, but the mass number of insects is dwindling and we're... Then get a motorcycle and drive around with a big smile on your face and see how many bugs are... A donor cycle? Uh, I'm staying what? off a donor cycle, man. Yogs <laughs> are pretty prevalent here as well, too. There's like down in uh, like towards Owasso, man. There's times of year, as Gus is saying, man, you can, uh, well, or what's it, you, Cheddar Bob, you can actually see you go to one spot where yeah, there's like a railroad in like twice a year there, and they actually fucking light up the whole fucking almost a track it looks like for miles all the light bulbs it's actually super cool to go watch but is it uh, like a certain type of plant there on that they're attracted to there or something or i've never really looked into it that deep to be cheddar isn't it right on that way that's cool though dude there's a lot of weird shit that happens in michigan man 
we should uh, the next time that happens, Eagle, we should each take some uh, tincture and meet and go on a walk together. And look hey, at I the lightning. And we can look that. at the we can look at the little lightning bugs and follow them around. Yeah. Hey, Chad, remember that? Remember a while ago I mentioned those uh, crazy red scorpions that I found when I was a kid in Montana. What's dude, you read my mind, dude. It's funny because actually now I'm here in Wisconsin, but I was gonna say something about Montana. It was Montana, right? That you were talking about. No, here in Wisconsin. I'm in Wisconsin, that's where I was when it was a childhood memory. But what I was gonna bring up now happened in Montana. Okay. I took a a trip out west with my dad in 2002. Uh, Out west to like Montana, South Dakota. We went to uh, Yellowstone. We went to Mount Rushmore, that kind of blibbity blue. But we stopped somewhere in like uh, (laughs) Billings, Montana in the middle of the night. And there were these weird floating, flying, translucent shrimp looking things. With glowing blue eyes. Did you fuck with them? No. Were they small? Yeah, pretty small. They were really small? Kind of small, yeah. (laughs) I I didn't fuck a translucent. I don't know, man. (laughs) Just like I might have. (laughs) I I was prefaced, so that would have been some game if I did. You, know, you never know what they got come you know come for our future so thank god for the shrimp people oh dude it was a very weird looking bug it was like a weird translucent glowing looking thing and people are like oh yeah we get them all the time like they're used to it but it i've seen just... some weird bugs man and i and i looked them up on youtube and google and it showed Zombie up to be spikes. some nasa yep. shit here have you ever seen zombie spiders? I don't uh, want anybody. Anybody? Long. Anybody? Are those, are those like? I get them up here. They're translucent. They're completely oh, fucking translucent God. and fucking. They are not small. They're not small. They are about the size of a wolf spider, but translucent. Oh, okay. And so they I are know. fucking creepy. If wow. they're see through, that's creepy as shit. The white ones yeah. are creepy enough, dude. The see through, that'd be. Okay, but that makes me feel like uh, less of a bullshit because I'm, I'm talking about something I really saw and I've seen literally see-through bugs. See-through. Translucent, like water or like gelatin or like a fucking clear jello. But glowing. You said the eyes. With two, the with two little with two little blue dots. Yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. I don't know what they're called, but I've seen them. Yeah. The mayflies is out there. They're scary. I'm scared right now. I'm scared right now. It's like it's like the little things in Avatar, like follows. It's following Red Pill around. That's how they fly too. Like I was in the car. We were gassing up in Billings, Montana, and they were like flocking to the windshield because, like, the lights and the like. It was at middle of the night, and the lights under the top of the uh, gas station, whatever thing, the awning, covering thing bright lights and they were just all flying around fluttering you've been scared since then yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, i've seen a i've also seen lots of weird ass fucking bugs i've seen a caterpillar that i shit you not has literally looked like the pokemon caterpie no you didn't no you didn't yes no, you i did, did dude not. 
I, t- I, I literally brought it in a shoebox to the, I don't want to say. A what shoebox? I brought it, I, I found box. it, I put it in a shoebox. I found, by I put the, the plant that it was on. Down by the leaf. river? Yeah, down by the river, literally. In a shoebox. Hold on, I, I put leaves from the plant that this caterpillar was on. I'm fucking with you, bro, I'm sorry, bro. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Along with a few other plants. And I tried to bring it to my local zoo where I'm at, and no one would take me serious. And the like, it, it was alive when I found it. It was a, it was a, a, a caterpillar that looked like the Pokemon Caterpie. Put it in the shoebox, got on my bike, took it to the zoo, tried to get someone to look at it, and I like flipped open the box, and they're like, "It's dead." I'm like, "Okay, well, examine it. What is it?" The examine. Oh, wow. Performing oh, autopsy. Give it CPR. That looks like a bacteria or something, man. Tell you have so many spider. caterpillar paddles. That's a zombie spider, right? Yeah, there. dude. That's it's fucking crazy, crazy, dude. It had like little pink feet and it had or it had that like pink thing crawling out of its feet. It had like it little... looks like a it looks like a spirochete. You yeah. guys want to hear something crazy? I fucking had a tick on my penis one. I had to cut it off. That was your penis, man. <laughs> that was circumcision. What's going on here? I mean, I'm never going to bring up bugs again. No, Sorry. but really. I had a- <laughs> I'm out of here, man. I was, at, I was in the Huron National Forest, right? And I cut my dick off. <laughs> I was looking for... <laughs> Somebody's arachnophobic, huh? I was in. I was Red in the out of here. He's he's actually catching his house on fire right now. He's in the corner with a blowtorch. He's like <laughs> catching my lungs on fire with a bong. He says, "Who's arachnophobic?" We're we're just gonna see him running back and forth on his screen with the with the blowtorch burning. He's gonna be like, oh, "What are you telling uh, us about red scorpion?" A red scorpion, I thought. He started the story with a red scorpion or something like that. A tick on my balls. Sorry to hear that. It was fucking awful. You know what I did? I took a razor to it, and I didn't know what else to do. I honestly, I was freaking out. I woke up. Dude, it was at 3 in the morning. It was at 3 in the morning. I was on a morel trip. Uh, Me and my buddies were looking for morels. I fucking woke up and I had a tick on my fucking near my shaft, uh, pube region, and I literally took a razor, dude. And he was big. He, was he, it? He, was he, it like this? Was it like? He's been there for. He was. He was big. He's been there for a while. No, he was. He was like. He was been stuck. There for a while. He was stuck. He was Talk stuck. About the worst blowjob ever, right? Dude, I so I took a fucking razor and I shaved them off, you know. I had a lot of ticks when I, I had a lot of ticks when I was a kid, but when they were on my legs, if I'd have had one on my private part, I'd have felt that fucker going. When they were on my head, my mom had to pick them all off. Listen, I'd have felt that fucker down there. Listen, <laughs> listen, hey, here's the fucked up thing, Raz. Listen, that listen, dude. I, that day when we were going picking, bro, 
we're in the fucking in his truck. Yeah. Bogging and shit, going through the trails. You know what I'm saying? And fucking, uh, dude, I felt something on my dick, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm jumping around and shit. I'm like, "God damn, this motherfucker, dude! What the fuck happened to my dick?" You know? I'm like, I fucking. <laughs> so check this out. So that happened, right? And I'm and and after a minute, I'm like, "Okay, cool. It's 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 done." You see what I'm saying? I've I've. I didn't didn't ever have a tick on me before that, bro. So the first experience I had was a tick on my dick. Well, first first experiences can be the very first one that you ever have in that experience if you're not ready for the experience. But freaking out about it. I feel like that could become a really cool country song. There's a tick on my dick, like it all. (laughs) We already got that. Brad Paisley wrote that. I want to check you for Sublime. Sublime had chick on my tip off their secondhand smoke album that was close as i can think of <laughs> you could screw you could mess with the words a little bit Rigid. do a weird out weird al yankovic i'm gonna mute it oh shit he's busting out the guitar he's fucking for real on that <laughs> we got a song about to happen right here Got a tick on my dick, wrote a song about it. Another tick on my dick, but it won't be you. Right? Wrote a song about it. (laughs) I I love that. Tiny Tim. That's one of my favorite Tom and Jerry's right there, ain't it? Oh, that's that's in multiple skits. It's also, uh, are you thinking about the living living color color guy? Yeah. Yeah. That was a wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here you go. And then start fucking singing his jam. You ever catch anybody uh, scuba diving, stealing out of a lobster pot? <laughs> Caught them? Yeah, or figured that's what how they disappeared. Uh, a scuba diver? Yeah. You stealing lo- from a lobster trap? Yeah. No, never heard of yeah. that. I I didn't ever either. But I was uh. Do, do the, where do, wait, where was, do you catch the lobsters? At what depth do you catch lobsters? I was at eight. I was eighteen, and we were right off the coast. Uh, my brother was at a the Sears Estate, north of Boston, living. He was in right after college. Maybe he was still in college. Right after college, and um, I was getting ready to go to Germany in the military. He's like, "Let's go scuba diving." I'm like, "Dude, I ain't never been trained scuba diving." He's like, "This is all you gotta know." And I had, you know, you have the attitude, oh, shit, though. Those couple things. And we, he said, well, go out here and follow these lobster pots. We'll grab a couple lobsters. <laughs> and we went down, and we're following the string. And, and I hit a, I hit a um, stingray or a man or whatever it was. Like, he's going to a stingray underneath the sand. And when it went like that to shake its sand off, I went shot straight up. And uh, now that's something I'd freak out about. I freaked out, man. He, my brother grabbed my foot, or I, I, I got the bends in, the, in just in my ear. I'm I just curious, you know, if you ever had that thought. And this thing should have lobsters. There, there was guys scuba diving in that area because it's now, very possible. Our, now, I mean, it's possible, but no one has the balls to do that. Now, what depth are at, though? I'm glad What's we that? didn't get no lobster. Like, we what depth no are you catching lobsters at? Is what I'm. Oh, you, you can catch them anywhere from 12 feet of water to. 600 feet of water just depends on the year on the time of year 
Oh, we were at 50 feet. Some of the roughest water you ever want to get in, man. Big old rocks had to climb down. Nice. All right, here we go. 50 off. feet of the, the roughest water ever? Come up here. Well, not the roughest. Guys, come up here. There's a skeeter on my pier. That's what I got for the tick for the tick on my dick. You guys, you know, it's well done. Way better, man. This way better than I could have done. Oh, yeah. It's the work in progress. That's so we now have a plate. The plate for my dog. As soon as he gets up, I know what he can relearn. We, we now have a uh, a new dab song. Tick on a dick dab song. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gus. Do you know any? You might, uh, you might have a skeeter on your Peter, but I got a tick on my dick. <laughs> hey, Gus. Do you know any Django Reinhardt? No, I don't. I wish I did. Isn't that isn't that who Jamie Foxx played? <laughs> half, yeah, half of a Django Reinhardt. No, Django. Uh, Django was like, uh, he was like a three fingered blues man. He was like, Yeah, that's, that's the right rhythm for a take on my dick song, right there. <laughs> yeah, Tony Django, but he used three finger, he only had three fingers. I got a fucking. <laughs> big old slit in my finger it's pissing me off right now hello my name's slit and i like to fuck jace off oh you, to, you should get yourself a um what what are you what are you playing there i can't read it what are you playing Pick, is um, that one of them piccolo things the little mini guitar yeah. things? martin no, it's, a, it's a guitar it's a martin, martin. backpacker it's so you, you can just like, oh, man. You know, if just you ever, if you ever want a resophonic one, get yourself a beard, man. A beard, a, be a beard, yeah, man. Uh, Jerry Douglas plays a beard. A BR? Is it like B -E -A -R -D. a BR? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Tell, 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 tell Paul that I tell Paul that I told you. Hold on a second. What'd you say? Now go where? Get a get a beard. Look at look look up beard guitars. Okay. If anybody's a guitar player now in the world playing any kind oh, of guitar, Beard. I that's right. I was like, oh, Beard. Oh, B E B E A R D out of Maryland. See, I'm fucking poor as shit, and I don't. Oh, really, I don't. I don't. Some guitars that Martin wasn't wear, wear around your back and not ever play. You just walk around the people mm -hmm. park the beach with it around your back. That's <laughs> a backpacker, man. They make them small. Yeah. It's one of the props. So, the, uh, what was that show? The pickup artist, pickup prop. 
every time, dude. Big Swaffer guitar every fucking time. I just want to throw this out there. As a music lover myself, and I see a lot of... I can't play for shit. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even claiming to have zero musical ability. But I do love music. But I think would be cool. And I'm offer, I'm throwing this idea out there. If you guys wanted to throw together like a fucking cannabis like jam session to where you guys want to like... We are the world. <laughs> we are the fuck children. Well, I think we are the ones who Just saying. Just saying. It would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the past guests, you can make up a band, right? There's someone with the drums. There's someone with the guitar. Stoney's got a good band. There's a lot yeah. of fucking uh, modern plays guitar. Uh, who else? Prometheus plays guitar. I believe there's another drummer in the group. How many people can uh, we get? How many people can we get on this thing? Like 16 or something? No, 99. Prometheus says Okay, so what if we did, like, uh, had someone write a song and all the people who have been on the show come on and all sing a part of the song, like, We Are the World. Oh, my God, dude. I'll I'll rap a verse. Dude, how cool would that... we should make 20, our own song up. 2021 Eagle Gardens. We are um, the cannabis world. Something like that, that dude. Totally I'm out there. We are out. we are the feathers oh, that hold oh, Eagle up in his garden. Something I'm, like that. I'm shit with Eagle and my garden grows green. <laughs> oh, there you go. They were working on it already. Someone write this on, shit. I want, a little bit of that, I want a little bit of that Spanish vibe in it. It's a nation. You sound like you're talking about a nation or a tribe. It's, we, we, what is it? We the, right? Oh, we, I, Ned, it's, who is it? Ned Denver, I believe. Ned and Jason both play instruments as well. I'm almost positive. And Chad mixes everyone else's music. Yo, we have a DJ. Oh, yep. shit. Oh, shit. Just to fucking sit around, you guys sit around, bunch of you, dude. Just what you do right now, everybody kind of join in and fucking just groove. That sounds like some I dead sounds. Fuck- that would be badass, in my opinion. Copyright, like, yeah, he don't care right now. He's on the wormhole. Just don't play any LED. <laughs> can get Chad can rap too. I forgot about that. Chad, Chad can actually rap. So him and him and Red Pill can like. I was just about to say, what the hell can Tricones? Tommy Tricones is a rapper as well. Blue, few bars. Blue of Green Tank is a is an accomplished uh, recording artist. Hey, I left something out of my interview when we did the show. I, I, want, Dave, bro. I, I, I once had a I, I once had a MySpace beef with Soldier Boy. Anyone can believe that. <laughs> is that like Jake Paul Luke? like Jake Paul beef? Dude, I got so I got I, I will not shit you not. I got like 10 death threats a day from a video I posted about bathing apes, those shoes I was talking about the other day, and soldier boy. And I would, it was a video about how to tell real babes from fake babes. 
And I used myself with Bapes as the real example and Soldier Boy with Bapes as the fake example. And everyone hated that fucking video. And that was like right before Soldier Boy got popular. So when anyone would on MySpace would type Soldier Boy or whatever, that video would come up. And I would literally get like 10 death threats a day from people saying they were Soldier Boy's cousin and they're coming to kill me. Well, that's what you get. <laughs> I mean, thumbs up to that, though. That's success to me. Hey, modern. 422. Cheers, yo. That's funny. Cheers. What the fuck, man? This thing is about to like start pussing. You see that? Crawl into the garden for 420. Do we have a dab song ready? Ooh. Oh my God. You guys. I'm going to have to just do it like this. Kung Pao. Take a fucking dab, huh? Oh, yeah. Look at that. We have to do this once we get a dab song. It'll be whenever. That's so awesome. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Modern Genetics. By the way, Modern, what's up, dude? I think it would be cool as fuck. The Garden Slam Jam. Once modern genetics is hey, I like modern genetics, man. He knows what fucking chops are. <laughs> Cheddar Bob looks top heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Man down, dab her down, dab her down. They're gifted with the clarinet or saxophone. Anyone in the chat gifted with the clarinet or saxophone? If you give me uh, one, I can man. play it. Even the trumpet. Again, I believe, <laughs> if I remember right, there is. I'll play it until there is. Well, you know, when I was a wee lad, I didn't have the money for my mom to do me into a uh, instrument class, but I begged. I wanted to play either the alto saxophone or the bass clarinet. I was totally into those two instruments as a kid. But, no, never got to take the lessons. No reason to not start to now. I always think. People are like, oh, you got to be young to learn things like language or an instrument. I'm like, why can't I start now? If I want to. Can I? I could start now. See how good I get. I don't, I don't really have the same ambitions to play the uh, clarinet or saxophone, but 
I would like to maybe learn the guitar. That'd be pretty sweet. I have long fingers. People tell me long fingers is good for the guitar. This A, guys, this stuff. Hey, this fish eat kush. This guy, he makes, I think he makes like a bunch of F1s. I'm not sure, but I got this. Uh, it's called Bantam Ices from him. It's a pink lemonade crossed with wedding cake and chicken in a lemon tree. Some shit. Some, just a big old cross of some weird shit, right? That I got a freebie from a friend, you know? And uh, honestly, it's stinking my tent out and it's making it stink like fucking, it smells like pink lemonade, WD-40, and Pledge. Pledge wood cleaner. Incoming! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's taking over the planet of the tent zone. If you know what I mean. Oh, God. Uh, this is cooking. Autobots, transform. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that'd be a fun Avenger mask. <laughs> Bring it on. For her, for you, Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably me because I would fucking be having some alcohol fun with that shit. <laughs> Can you believe my kids wanted to throw this away? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> so funny. You'd be banging up. One shall stand, one shall fall. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. awesome. Let's roll out. Look into your pants. Uh, I can't get a good fucking. Uh, it does the voice? It does the voice, so you could say all kinds of shit through that thing. It'd be funny <laughs> if you never. Yeah, had it's it. got the voice manipulator in it, so you yeah. can just. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> that's sick. <dude. laughs> that's that's the spot. Yeah. You can shake it in a robot voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> he put it on her. Sounds funny. I can't smell this uh, shit. I don't know what this is. It's Temple Kush, apparently, but. Fucking heavy. Thick. I don't fucking know. Oh, crap. Look at all the probably... cats in there. I can't believe it, man. Huh? So look at I don't have many. I don't have that many like, anymore. Like, as you can see, like, look at the trap. Like, it's it's barely it doesn't barely have any but i had a problem with them i got rid of them you inhaled them all yeah they're all in your lungs man making one giant <laughs> one giant Fuckers. transformer fuckers you fucking guy you fucking guy you let me tell gonna, you you guys you know be like jeff goldblum oh man jeff goldblum i missed that one Press? I'm trying to show, fun. I'm trying to get a good fucking pick on like the trichomes on this fucking pink lemonade shit, dude. Kind of hard to do in the dark. Come on, I know. I'm fucking, hey, but it's that time. I, I don't have that time for, for uh, this. I, I, this isn't, this isn't even on at 
this is on at fucking uh it goes off at 12 something you know so is it that time of the month is that why you're looking for the pink just oh it's it's the moon it's the moon it's it's got that color. actually it's a new moon today isn't it it's a new moon today. So flat. it's the moon <laughs> but no no I don't know. I don't even know what we're fucking guys. Now you guys got me all fucked up because now you're like, are you trying to call me a pussy? Because what the fuck? I'll call you out on that shit. No, not even implied. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no, I'm just saying, like, uh, no, the pink lemonade. It's uh, it's sticky. It's super sticky. I can't get a good pick at night because, uh, you know. Hashtag, we told you so. I know. Look at, you guys want to see what's in here? No, hold on a second. Let me close this up. Let me close this guy up. This is pretty funny. You guys will laugh at this shit. I hope you guys laugh. And at the same time, ponder, oh, what can I do to do something stupid like this? Okay. Right? There's tobacco. That's a clone. That's a clone of tobacco, right? We got some hops. <laughs> got some slurricane. <laughs> some fucking seedlings, uh, you know, cherry glue snipper crusts. Some glue snippers. But yeah. This thing, I'm telling you, dude, this this fucking sip tote is the shit. Oh, shit. Those, these things are retarded. They're retarded. They do everything for you. They do. But you want to switch to deep water culture and bottled nutrients. Well, look at I got Get them, Cheddar Bob. Get them. I got all these fucking gnats stuck up in here. I thought, I thought, well, throw that fucking thing out. I thought you got rid of your gnats, man. Which one is it? Come on now. Well, no, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. It's like I gotta keep on it, you know. It's of like, course you do. It's like anything. I mean, it's like you gotta keep up on your nutrients for your reservoir. It's all, it's pest management, you know. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't ditch a beautiful system of growing for a couple bugs, man. Don't, don't go back. Oh man, Step away from the ledge, Gus. We're here. Yeah, it's it's not Step as don't panic. Ledge. Don't, Don't panic. panic. It's not as bad as you think. You know, this shit's, this shit's all organic, dude. Like, think about it, man. You got gnats. You don't have spider mites. You don't have thrips. You don't have aphids. Yeah, they do absolutely zero damage to the plant or the roots unless there's like a billion of them. And if you have a billion of them, you have bigger problems than just the fungus ants. They're annoying. Look at this. I told you before, it sounds stupid, yeah. but get a fucking chameleon going on. I know. No, I know. I, want, I need to get some kind of natural predator in there. Or just just water properly. You're overwatering and keeping it too moist. And so they're thriving. You don't have to let it dry out. But if you get the proper nematodes and predatory mites and learn, learn the proper watering process for each plant, because each cultivar. Show you, hold on. I'm going to go back here and show you. Let me show you, Cheddar. Hold on a second. I'm going to show you the soil. 
of this fucking one gallon to show you what I'm talking about. Like, dude, this thing is light as fuck. Hold on a second. This isn't a fabric pot. Hold on. Okay, this thing right here, right? This is some... I had this shit growing in a closet under like a, a 10 watt light, some bullshit. But, dude, fucking... It's dry as shit. It's dry. A lot of your moisture in those small container fabric pots goes into that actual fabric pot. Yeah. So I need to treat the, the whole thing, huh? Like just inoculate it with something. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to answer that. Look up. I, I mean, you would the fabric like. Basically, would I dip the fabric pot in uh, like some kind of fucking something that kills everything on the fabric pot? You know what I mean? That wicks into the. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Well, I mean, I I've had fungus gnats before, and I've gotten rid of them with with just proper watering. And yeah. uh, and I mean, some, I'm getting there. some predatory mites. You know, and and it's really. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be disingenuous but watering is the hardest part of growing cannabis no i know you know, know. and that's why you see thriving conditions in your sips container because you're letting the plant do it Dude, itself you know time every time every fucking time they're the number one most common insect and they're the easiest insect to get rid of at the same time yeah Hey, do you guys know? You guys know who Under the Canopy 420 is? Yep, that's my buddy. Like yep. I like like me and him have made like home videos back in the day. You know what I mean? So I know, I know, like what you guys are, what you guys talk about. I know, like my buddy is a fucking G. You know? Okay. <laughs> well, if you know, if you know, now it's time to listen and time to do and time oh. to do what you know. Yeah. Not just to give up because something got a little hard and go back to the other way of growing. Yeah, just be thankful yeah. it's not thrips or aphids or any of that bullshit. And and even thrips and aphids, easy yeah. to get rid of. I mean, they're easy to get rid of. You know, I'd, ra I'd rather have leaf aphids than root aphids, and I'd rather True. have uh, fungus gnats than any other. Uh, in uh, unbeneficial insect, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yes. If, if, if I saw and root thing too, I, I like to use. I like to use mushroom compost a lot. You know, like I love using mushroom compost. I think that's such a beneficial thing. Mushroom compost and like you're like using mycelium that has been growing around you, just throwing that in your pot, like. And stop burning up your soil. Stop. It's is salt burning up my soil? No, no. Stop burning up your soil. Stop heating it up to 160. Yeah, you don't oh. gotta do that. You're killing all. You're killing all your your good your good life. Yeah. That's already in there. Yeah. 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 Well, I haven't I haven't done that in a while, but that's a bad idea, huh? I thought I thought that it's already done for you. They do that. They 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 kind of have to do that to put it in the bag. Yeah, but when it when it goes to the gross store and it's sitting at that store, dude, that's why I do it is because the store has all the fucking. Dudes. Yeah, but there's 
there's more there's more good life in that soil than there is bad life and that and everything balances out as long as you keep things balanced that's what this living soil that's what this this movement is all about is balance and then that spreads to your life and then that spreads to other people's it's and that's the thing dude i live in an apartment and my balance is like okay my vpd like dude i am i I have to be on that shit all the time all the time because i live in it like dude i don't okay first what i would do in your situation (laughs) i would i would apply diatomaceous earth straight up to the the uh i mean sorry not soil carpet might sound crazy yeah once a week like just whatever your routine vacuum sounds like you're really far away red pill i can barely hear you yeah Um, see uh whatever your normal vac uh vacuum cycle is right before what i would do for a whole day is sprinkle your carpet with diatomaceous earth this might sound crazy because it's outside of the grill room not applied to plants no, Put that's... some diatomaceous earth on the actual carpet itself, and then yeah. vacuum like a day later. I haven't done that. That's that's actually very valuable. Okay. Yeah. And then, like I said, look up a product. I don't know if it's still in production, but gonads. Okay. Okay. I have some of those. That's hey, that's close to the mosquito bites that I use. It's it's, um... it's I forget what it is, but it's literally like weird shit. Like it's like fiberglass and sawdust dissolved into water. Yeah, but to the also with a with a bacterial fucking thing, right? Agent, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Yeah, some kind of but... some kind of fucking natural uh, mm-hmm. bug killer, egg killer. It's pretty good. Like I said, I only had to use it one time. I only had the problem one time, and I was thankful. Like I had other problems with outdoor plants getting uh, either spidery uh, spider mites on outdoors, or I once actually, you know, my dad was trying to do me a favor. He built me like indoor enclosure to use instead of a tent. He built me like a, a two by two and a half, or maybe two by two, or two by three, or something like that, little grow box type situation. But because it was made out of wood. It had too many microbial and sporeal type things going on, and it wasn't good. And the plants that got vegged in it got uh, powdery mildew, so I got rid of that. I got rid of those plants, got rid of that box, and then it was Dude, lactobacillus. I use I, I have used lactobacillus, uh, powdery mildew, and citrus uh, ferment. Well, I was there. actually just talking about this. I can't remember now. I'm, I'm kind of fucked up in the head to remember if this was just a day ago or just a couple hours ago. But I was talking about, oh no, this was yesterday, last night when I was talking about harpin proteins. There's product Axiom, Saturator. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard you talking about that. That's the yeah, stuff yeah. Tony uses, yeah. Yep, yep. Gardner. Oh, dude, that's the good shit, dude. Get those harpin, uh, harpin proteins. That's the IPM for yeah. a lot of people think IPM is just a bug thing. I, IPM can be a powdery mildew thing if you get those yeah. harpin pro- no, it's uh, proteins. It's all the bad things, basically. That's how I look at it. Is uh, And that's where OHN, I think that OHN, when you start plants with OHN and you finish 
Yeah, dude, I'm, um, yeah, dude. Same thing, dude. OHN, the same thing. I would do both. I'm I'm a big believer on stacking stuff. Some people think you can overdo it on things like carbohydrates, uh, mycorrhizal, beneficial bacteria. People don't do enough carbs. That's why their plants are so small. They don't do enough carbs. They don't do enough fucking glucose. I would do a lot. I do. Back in the day, I had, I, I think I had, I think I had bud candy. I had sweet Botanicare, the raw formula, not the flavored ones. Uh, bud candy is bad stuff, man. Well, hold on. I, I don't care, dude. It, Use potato water shit. next time, and that starts. People say that a lot of the times, dude. I never believed in any of that hype. People are like, dude. Anyways, I use, hold on, because it's not the only one. Maybe I, I changed it in my water. But I used bud candy. I used okay. sweet raw. I used Humboldt nutrients, honey. Yes, the, the the stuff that's like literally barbecue sauce. I used carbolload from advanced nutrients. I had like five or, dude, I literally had like five or six different carbs that I was feeding. Plus I had uh, Azos and Mycos. I had Roots Organism. I had Piranha, Tarantula, Voodoo Juice. I was just stacking microorganisms, stacking carbs, doing every i was doing the slf 500 or whatever plus 100 uh, about like all this did you know how unnecessary like half that shit was after no like, no 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 i don't think it was unnecessary like i said i stacked enzymes microbes sugars and i felt like i got the best results out of any plants i've ever had you know you can chew up you can you can yourself chew up uh like pumpkin seeds chew them up Bam, chew them up and spit them out into a cup. Put that in a water. And that's more soluble than some of the potassium inputs that you're getting from advanced what? nutrients. No, I wasn't just using it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I wasn't using any. I wasn't using their base. I wasn't using their additives. I was only using their microbes. For I was using, this was a super soil. Piranha, voodoo. Um, okay, so you said piranha voodoo, um, tarantula, piranha voodoo tarantula. Yeah. Plus, so that's all there. Plus, micros. extreme gardenings, like uh, azos, mycos, plus roots, uh, uh, or whatever, uh, uh, aurora. Their roots organism, their uh, organism, organism. You know, like I said, I was using I like can't. five different sugars, like two different enzymes, like six different uh, microbes. Yeah, you know, like that was the best weed I've ever grown in my, my life. Yeah, they got it locked in there, but um, it's, you know, in a bottle and you can, I don't know, I don't know. I think, see, that's the difference is... Uh, Oh, you most definitely could get all that stuff handled in one one biocomplete compost, like a full soil food web. Well, Smiley, not only was I doing, like I said, I was doing that in super soil, top trust with compost. Purple cow compost, if anyone wants to go back and look at my history. And, yeah, that's what I was looking, I was using. I was using purple cow compost, compost, and I did side by side. I mixed the compost. Why do you have to sound like a evil villain, man? Why'd you, sound, why'd you have to sound like an evil villain there? Oh, because, like, I, I didn't know if anyone was going to be, like, fact-checking me on this, like, 
Like I make oh, up shit, purple but cows in my soil recipe too. Awesome. <laughs> we, dude, yeah, we all use that purple cow. That's no fucking fact good shit, you, bro. <laughs> no one's fact checking you, dude. No, nah, dude, I feel like I am. Smart, like red pill You're doesn't. Smart, dude. Shit, you know, people listen That's, to you, man. Okay, thank God. Well, at least here they do. I've been in other fucking live streams where they're like, <laughs> "You never grown a plant before. You don't know a damn thing you're talking about." That kind of shit. I called Maury Povich. With that, I'm getting out of here, guys. What? You just got here. Just say hello. I've been on mute the whole time. I didn't know that. (laughs) It's not like we can sit here and greet each other at the door and hug. Come on. Cheers, dude. I know. It's 4.44, so. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to see you later at the Fresno Nerds. Okay. Sun's coming up over here. I just showed you all the the sunrise over on the east coast yeah it is that time i'm jumping out too yeah i'm out guys that's great see, see now it's my sorry about that bar. peace everybody guys have fun all right let's see peace, peace out man yeah i'm out too man now it's fine. i'm smiling <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you go we're gonna start having more fun i think so that's the way it's been going Ben, ben Going. That's my that's somebody's new name is Ben Going. <laughs> somebody's name Ben. Ben Going. <laughs> Thanks, Smiley. See you, man. Where's where's Johnny Canaseed? I've seen him in chat. I changed my mind. Those nugs are too rock hard and not finished to not to not let them go a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? It's only 40 days. They'll probably be finished at 50 couple. I I I, I uh, think I misdiagnosed the uh you know, of the uh, mail I had that I used after, because uh, I've never grown Bubba, pre Bubba 98. If it doesn't stretch, then I, the one I bred with was the uh, pre 98 leaner, not the 50 50 of the two, because I, the, the, the breeder, Professor P at Dynasty, he, um, identified the one female last time when I grew it as being the uh, looking like in structure and color and everything like the um, the blue heron leaner side. He was like, oh, you're really going to like that. And I did, man. It tastes like butter. It tastes like butter popcorn. <sighs> you know, it's someone's that. genetics that I really wish I could grow someday. What's, who's that? Who are you talking about? Dynasty? Yeah, well, I can get you some of these seeds here shortly, man. Now, once I know everything about the herbs, I didn't want to hand anything out. I'm going to get some of this stuff out. If you like, you said you like the time that comes out. So here, that turf, I guess, is coming from the mail then. Um, mm-hmm. So I might not have got the, got that in the, um, the moose and lobster. And it doesn't, it might be coming through. I don't know. I hope it is, is blue magoo in moose and lobster? Blue magoo is uh, in the uh, blue magoo. 
in the uh, Blue Magoo cookies. Yeah, because he used the platinum uh, cookies on uh, his cut of uh, uh, mm -hmm. Blue Magoo. Yeah. And the Blue Heron comes from Blue Magoo. Yeah. Because yeah, I have a, I have a weird thing. I, like I said, I think I mentioned it a bit ago. In fourth grade of a school that I went to, we had a weird integration with a nature park around here. And the river that runs through my city, there's a nature wow. park on the fourth grade school I went to was integrated in that. And like part of the year, you would go outside and have like outdoor classes with it. You know, you, you go there to have a school instead of the actual school. Uh, and one time they would let us like go out and do like our own like journal time where you go out and like just go sit in some place in this forest next to the river and either write about something or draw something that you see. And I literally saw like a blue herring bird fly into this river and like climb on like a, a log or a stone, like right in the middle of the river. And I drew a picture of it and then I, I didn't know what I was seeing, but I showed the teacher and she was like, oh, that's a blue herring. Have she you seen many blue. in your life? No, just that one. I used to, I used to live by a stream and one used to, stand in the stream all the time but i could get out of the stream and watch them watch them come in landing like landing at an airport yep and then my my brother they we had so many of them i won't tell you what they did to them <laughs> like farmers wow. if you got a trout stream and you just stock it that's yeah you know, rainbow trout plentiful they will thin your ass out you know yeah. once they get big they don't typically get the big ones so they don't farmers don't worry about it then since they yeah. want to them on that that first run but anyway no the, those crosses um will be the i think the bubble laner is coming through more that's why the nugs look like the more of those are those plants are growing um oh i don't know i've never grown uh, pre-98 was it a, was it a colorful it? fade did it fade all maroon, burgundy? What's the structure that you typically get out of a uh, pre-bubba 98? Short, stocky, not a lot of side branching. No stretch. Not a not complete football bud. Still a little bit of Christmas tree. But doesn't get all out of control out of you. Well, you yeah. see my garden. Can you what anything in there look like it grows like it? Yeah, it's not very it's not it doesn't have gaps in between the inner nodes, right? It's one solid cola. Yeah, they're filling into one solid cola. Right, right. But uh heavy would be would be very thick leaf. I guess the other stuff yeah. that was mixed with that. Wide leaf, would you say? No, the the um, the stretchy the, the stretch in that um, I guess would come from the uh, the combination of the two whatever was in one of their lineages that uh, it, it was recessive because neither one the blue herring um, in, in that comes out in the salmon river or the um, free bubba come out stretch at all they don't they don't stretch they'll they'll give you some length I mean they'll give you I mean, depending on what's look, I'm looking at it now. Depending on what's crossed yeah. with, 
it's going to give the stretch. That's why some of those in there I'm, just, I'm looking at going. The, that one the, I was going to get ready to cut, which is the back cross of the salmon river, but it has the stretch. I said I wouldn't grow it again. After smelling those, looking at them, now feeling the density, seeing why they're falling over, I'm like, oh, I would build a scrog and grow that one. Hell yes, I would grow that, again. especially when I got as many seeds as I have. Yeah, if it tastes good, it ends up being good wheat. It most uh, most Bubba Kush that I've smoked and grown has had a uh, pretty cool like finish. Uh, the fade on it is super Beautiful. yellow, and the finish is like Beautiful. almost a you know almost a purple. Yeah, dude. almost all every time the bu the Bubba is and man, I'm telling you, it, the what yellow. Are you growing? What, what do I grow in? LED. Well, at the at that time it was um, LEC, light light emitting ceramic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was using that in a light system. So, both both times I had something with Bubba in it, I actually uh, flowered outdoors. One of them was a plant that I had growing. Uh, partially indoors and it became the time and season where it was already flowering time outdoors so I'm like yeah I'll experiment it's plants and flower it's flower time yeah, outdoors. The, outdoor, the outdoor was pretty uh the outdoor was different than the indoor for sure it, but it had that cool purple finish yeah this plant faded and like all the leaves turned different colors like some would be just straight up red some would be burgundy some would be black some would be black purple. purple with the yellow yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the, the nugs themselves just kind of stayed green. It was only the foliage that did that crazy autumn color. Well, that blue heron, when you have a blue heron growing, you know you have something with the blue heron growing in it because the yeah. leaves are blue. That's, That's cool. rad. Yeah. That dark, mm -hmm. deep thing that when you're looking into a dark, deep blue ocean, you know, it's that type of blue. That's rad. You just know. Gunmetal. When you grow up beside of the anything that has a lot of bright uh, sativa, sativa, it's like, holy shit, look at the difference, man. You know, so when the seeds start coming up, it's like, oh yeah, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. You know, right in the very beginning, it's blue. Yeah. Pretty cool. So. That's right. Yeah, the the first thing that I mean, I think I knew about Dynasty for a little bit, but the first thing that really captivated me was he had a huckleberry male that was purple. Like the, the flowers themselves, the stamen and the petals were all oh. purple. It was a pure purple flowered male of a, a huckleberry. The, flat, the, leaf, the leaf was purple too, huh? The leaves were green. The, the petals of the leaves oh, okay. and the leaves themselves were green. And then just the stamen, just the outside of the petals were like... Oh. Uh, were like watermelon striped purple. I, I'm um, interested yeah. to see how that one on the left and one on the right when you first come in, because the one on the left is Blue Magoo Cookies, the yeah. platinum, whether he identifies four, I think it's this one's more the platinum cookies in it because of the long stretch. He said it has, has legs on it, the male does. Yeah. And the one on the right, which I did a uh, lean top on it, it's a short, squatty, more like the... Um, popcorn stuff that's really uh really dense but not super heavy yet anyway of course i'm not and i'm not feeding anything extra so um yeah 
Anyway, All right, I'm, I'm interrupting. I'm going to go. Later. Five o'clock. I'm going to go to bed. <clears throat> Everyone have a great night. Eagle, you thank too. you. Appreciate your time. I forgot to ask you, but I hope you did well uh, yesterday, golf. And there golf Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I finished, All which is, you know, the overall goal. <laughs> so uh, I don't drink anymore. So I, I smoke myself silly. And, you know, that's I had fun. That's the most important part because I'm not getting paid. So I might as well have fun. Well, in that case, well, I'm proud of you for finishing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to consider this is from you, man. Oh, there you go, bro. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, Rez, Red Pill, Gus, have a great night. Thanks for hanging oh, out man. with me. Thanks for coming out. Enjoy the sunrise. I'm out of here, too, man. All nice right. meeting, you. meeting you, Gus. I haven't been on here when you've been on here yet. For sure. Who's still right. on here? I can't even see who's still on here. Who's left? I was under the garden. Oh, crap. Smiley left. I mean, that's people. I don't know how to see you. Red, always appreciate you, everybody. Um, thanks, Eagle. Yeah, I had to do that tag today. I was chopping it down, man. I was in there, and I'm like, you know what? I kept him for moisture. I don't need this many anymore. I'm tired. I want my bathroom back. <laughs> you weren't seeds. If you were seeds, I wouldn't have cut your ass down with your clones. I can clone again. You're out of here. So, You're clone again. Clones, I'm going to be like those clones and I'm going to leave. <laughs> Later, man. Blessings, everyone. Have a great day, man. Peace out, Rez. Thanks, Eagle. Great day, brother. Thank you, uh, young man down there. I'm going to call you young. He was talking about being the age of somebody else. Not old yet, man. No. I don't know if that was for me, but. Yeah, guys, it is a good time. I got to actually do some work before I head off to bed. It was either fade into the background or cut it and get to work. But now there's not enough people to fade into the background <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> hey, on, on that thing, though, I'm also, uh, I heard a. Uh, uh, Jack mentioned it too. I'm also with that. You know, you need a little extra help starting or finishing a wormhole. I'll help you out with that. You know, I've uh, taken the wheel at the end a couple of times. So I don't mind doing that, Eagle. Let me know. I appreciate that. It's going to help, man. I, all, every little bit helps when it comes to, you know, getting things done. Is there a way I can even get controls it. to let people into a room too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the takeover. I, actually, I could fire it up, go live, make you the host or whoever, and they can let people in just like I let people in. I could completely transfer the show over and bowl, <laughs> just like I do with Smiley. I'm not in the background when Smiley takes over. I actually transform it over to him, and then I, then I actually leave the meeting. So you're saying there's an opening for a terpene slash dab takeover. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely there is.
Okay. Just like I was, I'm not kidding. I, and I wasn't kidding about the, the music thing. I think it would be cool as fuck to put together like a cannabis jam oh, sesh. We could do it. Dude. Would, wouldn't that it, be fucking awesome? If we could coordinate it, it can be done. Is it, if everyone gets on the same page with it, yeah. That's achievable yeah. very easily. There's plenty of people that their other love, you know, their two loves is cannabis and music. So we shouldn't have any problem putting that together. Y'all know already, uh, Prometheus, you already said you're down. Um, I'm down. Uh, yep. So there's a, there's a few people that are down here just in chat. So I'll throw a little eight bar, 16 bar, little fucking verse in there. Hell yeah. It's you know it's it's a lot harder to find musicians that are easy to work with each other than it is to throw some sentences together. So hopefully we can find some musicians that are like uh uh pretty you know re- relative that 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 would be ideal more than lyrics honestly. I mean just from a musician standpoint I'm just saying it's hard to find people to work with. So Cannabis yeah, makes anything more possible, the especially smoking the and jamming. Yeah, I think you that would work. The more the better. If we could get like fucking eight people, ten people, twenty people, whatever, dude. The more the better. That'd be sick. You know what I mean? That would be awesome. I'm completely down. If you, anybody that's interested, hit me up and we'll try to coordinate something because that, it would be bad as fuck. Once a month, once a week, you guys name yeah. it. You guys let me know. Cool. That'd be cool. I'm out of here, guys. See you later. Yep, yep. See you later, brother. Same with you, Red Pill. It doesn't have to be you four will. in the morning or whatever. It can be midday. You guys let me know. Gus grows. Thank you, okay. sir. That kind of opens me up. Uh, yesterday, I wanted to mention that uh, I... I brought the, the interview up or the show up to two different people and one person just kind of totally declined. They're like, I don't do interviews. Oh, like, well, oh, come on, don't, don't poo poo it that fast. The guy was like more promoted. He was like, I, I just want to focus on making some uh, single source hash and entering into competitions. I'm like, man, this is a perfect opportunity for you to, he's in Michigan too. So a Michigan really? person that wants to make single solvent hash and enter in the competition. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'll try to encourage him a little bit more. Another person I brought it up to, we really didn't get a, like a time to talk about it in detail. But then uh, another person I was thinking of, he is in the UK. Well, tell so him some of the other ash people that's been on, you know, shit. We've had, who else we had on? We've had, uh, uh, I'm drawing a uh, Mr. Bond 420. We've had Nikki T on here. We've had Amelia Jensen. We've had Indra, which yeah, ain't yeah, necessarily yeah. a bubble. Oh, we we did try the that. Two, hey. Smokey the I'm, Bear 2.0. We've had D uh, 420K on here. You know, we've had a lot of great hash people on yeah. here. I mean, fuck, if you I'm, can't fall in line with that, I'm sorry, but you know I'm, what I mean? Them are some yeah. grades, man. Them we did try to bring it up a little do. bit, but he, he, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll try to ear beat it into his head a little bit more. Like, you're kind of missing out by not doing it. I kind of did that. Like, come on, man. It's like, it's going to help you more than, you know, like, he just seemed, I don't know. He was kind of being weird. 
if anything, I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna disclose on that, so, but I, I have more prospects. Another person I had was someone in the UK. I even uh, I was gonna ask Coma, Coma, uh, Coma the grower. I've tried. I've tried to get Coma. I don't know how to get through to it. Nah, I've no, got a lot of respect for that cat. I do, man. Yeah, I've actually been yeah. following him for a long, long time. Shit, he was telling us long years ago, what, 10 years ago, all you need to feed your plant is mycos. Mycos, yep. mycos, mycos. That's why I was just bring, bringing that up, man. I just told you that a lot of those formulas, man, I, I, everything based on growing the plant, as in like what to feed the plant, the environment, that for me growing up and when I learned everything, that was all subcool and coma. I can totally fucking whatever tip my hat or attribute both of those two to doing that. Right. I, I same thing here. Like I, I bring up a lot of things like the coma's topping technique, his beneficial microbe tea, is like said the axiom saturator actinovate solution for PM. IPM, like th those are all still things that I would routinely do in my grow room that I learned from Coma. But I, I didn't. I, no one noticed it, but that orange T-shirt you see me grow, uh, wear sometimes. That orange T-shirt is the very first T-shirt slash hoodies that Coma did way back in the day. This is like 2011, 2012 on his show, uh, on his YouTube thing. And there was a time when I, I ordered an orange T-shirt and a purple hoodie. And there was a live stream that he did. He's like, who the fuck ordered a orange t-shirt and purple hoodie? And he's, he was going on. He's like, must be some weird like flamer type person. Like he was thinking like, I was like, I, and I had to explain like, oh, that was me. And I was like, oh, my bad. And like, I had to explain to him. And I brought up the other clothes that I had talked about here in the chat, the bathing ape stuff. And that's all like really loud, like purple and orange and blue and tie-dye and you know bright loud colors and stuff like that so i'm like no dude i'm just getting a purple hoodie and orange t-shirt to match my attire he's like oh that that's cool man he's like my bad he's like anytime you see me at some event just come up to me man i'll give you the frostiest butt of anything you've ever seen in your entire fucking life I'm like yeah cool so he sent me those uh i wish i still had it i could wish i could try and go and find it but when i got busted the that was one of the things the police confiscated, but I had straight up, I know he's big on Instagram now, but I had real tangible Polaroid pictures that Coma sent me with that t-shirt and hoodie. Two different macros and two different like canopy shots. But, oh well, those are just memories now, I guess. I got the hoodie and I got the t-shirt to remember it by, but. My bad, Eagle. Thank you for letting me tell that story at the end there. I'm going to try. I'm going to said, I'm going to ask him. I got a few other people up my sleeve. I want to ask or try to encourage to do it. I'm going to try to help you out. All the them. help I can get, Redfield. I'll take all the help I can get, bro. Well, thank you, everyone watching. Thank you, Eagle. Thank you, chat. I'll see you guys later. Peace out. Love you guys. Thank you, bro. Have a great day. That ends it. 396. The wormhole. Man, I can't believe how quickly 400 is sneaking up. Pretty awesome, really. Pretty awesome, really.
Well, let's try to get some music to rock out while I do these shout outs, I guess. Thank you all. Oh, uh, all I can do, I can mail you another one, Smikey Pilots. I'll mail you out another one, my friend. That's all I can do. Hopefully this one reaches you, my friend. Well, with that being said, I've uh, got TK Production, our T1 Productions playing in the background there. I think I'm gonna go with uh, guitar, guitar music so far. Give me back my bullet. I don't know. He did with that one. Mm. Give me back my boss. Great tune. Great tune. All right, let's get this out of here. Let's get this going. Ah. Good old Geico commercial in the background. Here's Geico. Let's get out and shout out. Back to you, Meow Flower. Oh, give me back my bullets. Being performed by Justin Johnson. Oh, good time to play. I play a lot of his covers, actually. Here we go. Guys are awesome. Here we go. So cool. Deez House of Dank, my wild 710, Scared Row 420, Green Dumb Bum, Christina MG89, Unplugged 705, Medical McGullet Cuddy, Rick T, The Rebel, The Niger 207, Fabian Salinas, Dave's Not Here, Tom Spoon, Great Walker, Meadow Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye Jedi, Grows, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duckweed, Run Boy 7426, Justin Gunner, Strongman, Oki Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Small Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco, Don Slug, Rick S, In the Bushes 827, James Seaman, Kevin Hines, World's Last Hope, Pats Fan 420, Bob Minter, Dirt Road, Dude, Kanashiba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye, Rustler, Dan Goblin, Dr. Post, Let Your Ass Tone, Cannon, or Sub 10 Canuck. Can't queen genetic stop it. Stabby Tanaze Food or Dirt Man Dan Keith Black Sands Miserable Silicon Green and Gardens Rasta Bob Rasta Jeff Soul Group Small Two Tyler Frosty Buds Norm Michigan Micro Oinsy Buds Doug Keyboard Big Jar Rose Jason Modern Genetics O'Kell We Nerd John Last PPJ Fifteen Green Country Grower CJ Apple Perfectly Imperfected Dollar Tree Grow T1 Productions Dank Grow T-O-A, Romance, Miss Nudie, I grew some Johnny Canasee, Nutrient, Shootouts, Naughty Mickey, Joey and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Group, Clover 420, High Spy, Oh, Teeth, Stu, Moo, Mo, Grower, The Can of Great, Loki, Grows, Sus, This Guy, Burton, 79, 79, Post Hammer, Midwest Outlaws, 31, Voodoo Altars, Fresno Nerds, Cali Connection, Wolverine, Grows, Big Jar, Post One for Live, Wave, Way back, farmer. Uh, deep. If I got that right, MMP Nation's creations. 
Timberline, a psychedelic warlock, Artis LD, Suzuki, Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Wendell, Big Ed 1961, Man YG3, The Green Flake, JK, Triple G, Mr. Sprinkley, Brittany, Tyler, Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, BG, Crazy for you, BGW, G420, Proctor, Budswell, Thumb OG was in the house. Have a safe trip, my friend. Have a safe day. Arthur Sensibility, Article Just Face 420. Over 420, Sir How Trey, Balone, keep it real. Haggerton 420, Sub Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BT, Double D, Rose, Bingus, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boyd, Jeff, Chef Life, School Crop, Those I Love, it. Green Mountain Grower, Southwest, Southwest, Oki, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me All, Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, New Sailbot Winds, Kingdom, Michael Ponics, Indra, Michigan Natives, Mary Jane, Madness, Dreamer 77, Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Miss Green Pots, Miss Green from 619 664 Spaniard Cougar Jones and Roll Pop G Rose Raz Amy Drove Rose Cast the Grow from Your Heart Podcast Little Unit Green Med Clock Flock Sorry about that Green Med Flock Jeremiah Miranda Sony Creek Lost Art Mr. No One LG 420 Giant Mike Prometheus Soul Jason Highstone P Win David Colby Mason 662 Scroggy McScroggy Then the Fourth The Goddess Grows Kaylee Burroughs Chad Brad Family Phones Polly P Polly P, not Polly P, Kevin Jodry, Mike Cacho, UDA, Green Tree, Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Seamson, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Main Mystic, Show Love, Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, 311, Mix Up, Evergreen Grows, Kinder Grows, G friends, Tree MM, J Man S Evolve, Dragon Dragonfly B, Justin Metz, Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, Kingdom our King, Chronic that is, Titan for Blessed Coast, Shangle, Gas for Basil for Life, John Smith, Tommy Trichos, Boca King, Raz, Pop Little Slow Rules, Spiky Pollux, Oscar Green Jr., Indo 11, Step DV, Sharp Pulley 999, Von Braun, Sovereign Gardens. Stoner Nation 420, Joe Y, Bugs 1, 313, Grower Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Submit to Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bagsy, Dr. DGC, Jeff Shredder 911, Dutch Gross 420, Scallywag 420, Skillable 1, Medgrow 1, Empire, Breeding Co, Groly, Lost Leaf, Liam, Danny Dinko, Danny Dako, B Bear 7, Ollie Noble, CK, Tom Trimdead, Looney Jester, Smoking with Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazelton, Dora Michigan Core, Double Tap Farms, Mr. Green Thumb, 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, Cannon Bus Driver, Hating Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grows, man, this is a fucking amazing tune. Operation Grow, C Ben, Boot Nut 619 in the Hammer and Emails, Dr. Scrambles, BB Moonrocks, GH, App Double J, Bio Green, Stealth Grower 56, Hanky Stinky 420, OG, KP, Gaja, Yo Mama, Roy Rodriguez, Feet Growing, I'll turn that down a little bit, Kanja Wizard. Husky, or yeah, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Uso, Live Bully for Live. 
The Jeff Bro 420 B to 698 Jack Franklin Booty got that my big tits. Terrific bad boy Jack Greenside 424 is 20 with you, man. Boom, Spires. We miss you too, bro. Tyler 420, man. I need to get a hold of you. Aldrich 25 Smiling Scarf, JT, Smith, T's, Nug, Smoke, Grove, Frazier, Grokowski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, and Paul 420, Cameron, Mr. Baxi, Joe Carter, Mr. Clarence, Mr. Grove, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Ned Denver, Sons of Pepper 420. King the Trooper, Black Cat 420, light it up again, Tim. Miss you, brother. Hopefully you're doing well. UKSIF 420, Buddha Boy, Devin Shipwright, Medical MJ. Buddha Boy, let's do an episode. Anytime you're ready, man. I, maybe I spaced that off. I believe you offered it, but I, I don't know what happened about that. Thinking about it now. Let's start some profit. Thank you for stopping in. Chris Martinez, Dane Man Dan, Dane Man 420, Red Side of Farms, Good Luck, Tony Bell, GTP, Most Hated Growers, Major General 420, Naked One, WDG 714, Trotes, Kenny Olson, and it's hot skies. Ready to hit that hot five. Chris Mertz pops in down again. Even Steve Robbie starts at live. Thank Sir, Figure Lakes, Finest Ridge, Patch, Dozer, Moon, Southern BT, Bro, Chief Medical, Jair Bear, Plus Mushrooms, Plus One Mushroom, Secret City, Pioneer, Final Little Tents, 2042, Spacewalker, Christian, Tree Mum, T. Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T. Dwayne, East Coast, Will, Happy Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Olympus, Financial, Finance, Pacific, Northwest Seats, Ross, Kaya, Paul, I'm the Hopeful Trent. Rita's usually live. Uh, Miss you, Rita. How you been? Rita, uh, Richard420, Grant Mano, Mary Bond, Simon Sizzle, 81, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moon, BK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, Dekai, Cannon Nation, JJ Wire. Dan, the Endor Man, Gromies, Homies, Hamilton, Groves, Clip, Snow, Keystone, Camouflage, Hey, PA, you big high 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Root Hustle, Fred Carlos, North of Arizona, Beer Grove 420, No Solid, Jesse White, Gastain, Yeti, Introvert, Genetic, Social J, Fiction Bravo, Killer 8, Mo. James Butterfree, Seed Up from Norcal, the Pharmacy Seed Bag, Deadhead, Smokey 61 Head 6, Curtis Mayhan, Matt Moira, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, Ten Seeds, Bad Carries, Kate, Mike Ruben, the Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lauren Scott, Silas, Slow to Get Up, Stu Moon, Pop Coat 719, Maple Shade, Baby, Old Smoke, DWC, Road Bucks, Lord Wash, Mr. Weedbun, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Four Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent side seeds, Goliath Roy, Richard T, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Boom Frankin' Gone God, Mary Hanson, Real, 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Kindly, Pimp Jam, Make Body Face, Show Me Scats, Watch, Fuck Google, and you. I'm going well, Canadian Resource, Poor Girl Farmer, Call Right Zephyr, Humble Farms, Tannery Farm, Southern Seed, Old Park Arts, Hell 9782, Tony Quacks, Marshall Artist 2012, Michael Flake after Danny Wake, Dizzy, Medically Fit, KGB, Mayor Robert, Mr. Green Fingers, Thomas, Robert, uh, Rancho Costa, Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chip, Bobby Lim, Me, Strength Digger, Mr. Mac, Tony Lake, Maloney, Mr. Bill S, Green Peas, Tater Delicious. Minty Country Roots, you're on fire to next. Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny 101, Buds and Hansen, Miss Club 420, Beard B Man 616, Max Screw and Ruby. 
Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beats, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real, Jeffrey Steele, Kimba 03, Terry Farmer, Jennifer Stevens, Carlitos, Latino, Some Gator Country, Mr. Speed, Wolfstein, Firesaw, Wally, Wookie, The Goddess, Gross, Rocks and Bob, White Feather, Gross, Furnace Rooms, The Tone, Gross, Dan, K-Van, Gross, BX, Gunner, 81, Smith, Dude, New Gold, Sean McCann, Jay Monks, Dank and Jenna, Wild Wild Cannon, Girl, Fall Dog, You're on Cannabis Council, Alyssa, Paris, Rock Band, Justice Bank, 420, Ben, Press Grove, Driving Herbs, High Man, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Growing, Love with the Plant, Argo, Milk, and Smart Poker, Unfrozen Gate Man, Wise High Surf Craft, Micro Boom, Jeff Lonefels, Mobius, Grows, Dank, Brownies, Andy, Elliot, Harkins, Mystic Flavor, the Foraging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle, Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, William Jensen, Austin, Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon, Russ, Matthew Gates, Steve, Bags, Rome, Sire, Chaka, Willie, Dank, Yoda, Jace, Simmons, Sure Bro, Groves, Black and Miss Coop, DJ Conley, Aaron, The Grower, Light, 1978, Michigan, Grown Buds, Yo Boy, Yo Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Black and Miss 420, Sinky Colas, Dylan Simon, PFC Farms, Tusky Garden, Sun Grow League, 707, J420, Drove, J420, Cascadian Grove, Seatoads, McGee, Brooklands, A, Weedworks, Captain Scrogs, Cookie Bugs, Hobbs, Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee, Live, McGaster, Tom, Tempe, Annie, Andy, Urge, Green Jr., Leon from All Purpose Plus, 11 Smiles, 11, Bindu Buds, Michael Ross, Bunty, Wob Wobby, Sean Bins, Rescue Ready, L Roadside LLC, Notorious Snug, Magnet Seeds, Four Other and Son, Trimming, Notorious Dub G Day, Jose Ramirez, Jose Martin Perez, Dog of the Hot 420, Chiba Man, TR420, Community Videos, Detroit River, Luis Garcia, AJ Everyday, Captain Vada, Ted Bob, Doug T, Main Girl of 420, Cookie Speak, Jake Kendricks, Info the Grill. Backwoods, all good. Sally Mansell, Adam Sankin, Chanel Simpsons, One Smoke Away, Ganja Roads, Kazoo, Aaron Burnish Rooms, Miss Lincoln, Seekin, Angel Studios, MG, the 420 Proton, Paul D.A., John Fleming, Dinkovich, Fibro, Flower, Paul P., Southern Seeds, Elevated, Money Organic, Sunman, Chiba Sunny, Jeff McCulloch, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J., Earth Friendly Farming. Candy Forest Farmer, fuck all that mean, Misfit Grower, Jason Live 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Grace, Soaker, Stony Baker, MD, Stony Creek, Russ, Science, French, Lula, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Hermit, Has, Freebird, Bow Grower, Batty Guy, Simple Man, Survival Town, Ghost Coast, Chronic, St. Fag, Caballero, Carly Grower, Judd God, Steve Collins, Cotton, Todd, Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island, Steve, Steve Speaks, J.R.M., Randy K., T.C.D.R., Claire, Ken Alien, Wardrobe, Friday, Randy, Randy, Fifth 1000, Eighth Food, 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, Be Pucker, Smiles, 15 Digit, Michigan Guns Approach, Fred G., Super Bob, Roski 808, Weekend of Birdies, K-Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Organic, Zippy, Medic 31, Honesty, K-Path, Me, All Flower, Brent Berg, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newtons, KMT, Chrissy D, True Shit, Bowtie, Flo, Natty Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul, Grown, Kevin, Jiu-Jitsu, Can of Health and Happiness, Berserk, 215, Flap, Lofa, Elbert, Trailing, Mo, Main Meds, Raz, Venture, Hill, and you, Janus, James T., Atomic Spoon, Miss Hill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Flower, 420, 
Kings Row. Mother Tree made your boy Road to Aesthetic Channing giving through on Rick W. Comfortably numb one smoke away the 840 show. Richard Lamb, Red Pill 710, Cannabis with Zoo, K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy Bus, Logan Man 81, Oil and Flower Podcast, Anthrop Spec, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, El Wonder 420, surrounded by Keith Brown, French Dweller, Single Father's Happiness Without Guilt, Richard Forbes, Daniel Pimenta, P4, P Funk, Nick T, Tom Reese, What About Bob, Prince Patty, Dan. Berman, Green Puppet Man, D. Dungley, James Chung, Cyrus Rose 818, John Wade, Carolina Rude, Sister Golden Hair, Deanna L. Dankarino, KF Gardens, Blank 1030, Choose One Only Feet, Farmer James, Crypto Dope, James Lamb, HIP Grower, Dan Marito, Magic Bean, Conic Wonder, Sunrise, Go Top Floor, Genetics, Mold Wars, and 420 K2, Canvas, My Dog, Nelia, Whoopster, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, Medi Cropper, Daniel Gross Photos, Rent and Grown, Sunrise Gross, Lexi, oh, you know who my girls are. Never mind. No Limit 196, Rubber Toads, Alchemist, Cannon Minx, I will be on his show. Uh, Wednesday, 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern. Or, Pacific Standard Time, that'd be 12 o'clock Eastern Standard, Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Standard Time, Cannabis Channel, you can find me over there, Wednesday, Soilborn Addiction, Roswell, XT, Dirty Orc, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John Daniels, Lisa Marie, Sarge Groves, 818, Blaze Daily, Pride, Piper, Perpetual, Eagle Pride Warrior, Sales Smiles, for you, Frank Osada, the Dank Duchess, Kino, Kelly Maxwell, Captain 420, Sing Fat, What About Bob, Ill Jester, Pop Shroom, John Korski, John Doe, Dugan Gangsta, or Duncan, Dungeon Gangster, there we go, THC4, PTSD, T-Barrington, Hotso Growing, Swamp Camp, Palero, Cannabinka Busta, Because, Jendo, Mr. Manny D, Cannafire 420, A.B. Normal, Frank Guerrero, Barefeet, J. Brent 74, C.K. Brown Guy 420, Peck Burning Tree, Main E.A. Grace, Sun, Grow 207, Hydro Daily, Hemp with G.G., J.G., Jamie Ream, Supreme Bob, Stony Rockefeller, Cannabis Caveman, Fruit City, Sin, Hawaii Sustainable, Midnight Roots, Dead Cynic, Knuckles, Michael P, Polly B, Quick B, Nimble, Michael D, Football 89, Disbanded Brothers, Massillian, Matt Joseph, Grace Benson, RX, Keep the Chief, Hydro Daily, Concerned American Cannabis Form 1 1. Freedom of speech, Dr. Joints were these trees. Ganja Sudoku, sub 10 is oil upside down. Jesse Stevenson, Victoria, you know who you are. What about Bob? Sacred Gardens, Gus Groves was here tonight. Slick Rick, eight. Dog Pounds, David C. St. Louis, Armove Watts. Ed Brand, MN Grown, Uncle Elmer, Off Grid Terps, Off Grid Terps, let me get that Christopher 54, Lar Predator, Matthew Social, how you doing? Sewell, Sue, Illinois Man Beaters, Chase Proof, of course, Dark Horse Genetics, Stoner Dude, Joel from North Star, Caroline from Caroline. Mr. Cry PTA B13 Lil 
Beyond Perfection, XX, Elite, GP, XX, and of course, of course, my good friend, Swedish 207, always a pleasure, always a pleasure to say all those names, the show would not go on without you guys tuning in night after night, donating your time, your stories, little PC life. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and therapy for my soul. I can't thank you enough. Join me tonight when my guest should be GMX OG. If I am correct, should be a good episode. I don't know how I pause that. GMX OG should be tonight. Oh, and an open week if you've got time. There's a couple of you that have donated some time that I need to put down on the map, but uh, Jimmy Toucan, I should write that down right now. We'll be here uh, Wednesday. And some others I need to write down before I forget. But there is some opening spots if you want to come on. Magma Seeds, wink, wink. If you'd like to come on, I'd like to talk to you. Amongst a lot of other great people. Looking back again this year, one year ago. Cow is at the 11th. We had a panel show. It was, of course, myself, Smiley. Cow was in the house a year ago. Sergeant Pepper 420. Cannon Trooper was here a year ago. Of course, our good good friend Jack Greenstock was here. That had to be episode 48. We're going to take a look back and check out those good times one year ago. I guarantee you it was a great episode. You guys have a great day. You guys know the routine. If this is the end of your day, please get some rest. This is the beginning of your day, your journey, like a lot of you spunky pilots and a lot of the great people on the other side of the globe, G13. Who else we got? We got me all flower. Got so many great people over there. Captain 420. Amongst others. Guys, have a great day. I'll see you tonight. Looking forward to hanging out with GMX OG and of course. Wormhole after that. Cheers to you, Red Eye. Hopefully, you are doing well. You guys know the deal. Please take the time out to try to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Man, it doesn't necessarily have to be a life changing moment, but it can be the moment that triggers a lot of great things. Open the door, say hello, pay a genuine compliment. Take time to smoke with a friend, a new friend. Maybe pass on some free nugs. We all need a little help once in a while. I love you guys. Have a great day. I am out of here. I'll see you tonight, 1130. GMX 